Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. You are now listening to the Cast, the number one old school RuneScape podcast featuring guests from all across Gellinor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description. All right, welcome to the Cast number 54 with Flomple, how you doing this fine afternoon? Yeah, having a having a, a good swell old time. Um, I've got my mom here with me. She's she's excited as well. Uh, she you know, sixteen years of RuneScape has led me to this moment. <laughs> so she wanted to make sure she was here to, to you know listen in, give me pointers. Um, Is she able to hear me? Stuff, so, mom, how you doing? Can you can you hear him? Okay, fuck. <laughs> anyway, um My mom's not here. No. Nope. It it is it is a pleasure to have you on. I've uh we I think we talked back in September of getting you on and then I was like, Oh yeah, probably like October, November, and then that filled up and then we're like, Okay, I I like I have to get you on before the new year or else it's just you know. So it's really cool. Was it September? I feel like I I didn't know who you were until last week. No, I'm pretty sure it was September when we first were uh in communications yeah but um yeah i mean i i literally have a list and i've told people like i have a list of like all these guests and people are like when are you gonna get this guy when are you gonna get this guy it's like there's there's like i can only get one guest on a week you know so it's just anyway absolutely i'm excited to talk i've been pleasure yeah no i to be on thank you so much i think i know you have like a million other people and hopefully they get on as well because i'm excited i don't know about you i'm 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 stoked I'm always stoked for these. And honestly, I've never talked to you. I've been watching your streams for about a year now. I think I met you back in... I think I first watched your stream in like March or... I want to say it was March or February. And you were streaming like... You were doing a duo stream with Tasty, I feel like. At TOB, I want to say. It's like the the memory's so foggy. But I think that's what it was. Mm -hmm. I don't know who Tasty is, by the way. Can you Tasty Life? Sorry, Tasty Life. Oh yeah, that, okay, Tasty Good. Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, not Seven Asty. Wasn't sure. Tasty Life. 
I probably got to yeah. change his episode thumbnail for the Sebe cast now that I think about it. <laughs> you know what? That's, uh, no, he can do it. Make <laughs> yeah, him can, send you. He can break into my YouTube stuff. account yeah. and change it. What a jerk! Changing his username like six times. I was about to. I was about to change because it, it was Tasty OSRS, and then it turned turned to Seven Nasty. And I literally DM'd him. I was like, "Hey, do you want me to change this to Seven Nasty?" He's like, "Nah, it's fine." But <laughs> yeah. so I'll probably just keep it as Tasty OSRS. Anyway, See, when I when I first met him like two, maybe three years ago, yeah. I don't know. Time flies when you're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, it really does. He was Tasty Life. That was his username. So oh wait, wait, wait. so I you knew him, him before. Yeah, so I brought him on his, like, first raids ever. Ah. He was good. I mean, he was, you know, he's got some skill. But he's genuinely played RuneScape, I think, like, three, maybe four years. He could tell you. But um, anyways, yeah. So I, I, I knew him. I would sit in Discord, just him and I, doing some raids. You know, we did, like, 500 duo chambers. Just the two of us. Him, and, you, yeah, and your was... mom. And your mom, right? Well, of course. I mean, that goes without saying. Yeah, okay. Um she's here yeah um so yeah so yeah we would just do some raids and we'd you know i'd message him i'd be like dude are you coming on runescape like come on i gotta get my daily dopamine and he's like sorry i'm just at the gym like lifting heavy things and putting them back down i was like no worries and um, then he'd get home and we'd play runescape for like you know 27 hours a day and then uh, i actually got my so my main iron man flomple how it's spelled in my twitch and whatever um we got i got uh, a tebow just duo with him a two plus one wow um and that was his first tebow and he was more excited than i was so and it was your name was it your first tebow? <laughs> it was in my name yeah yeah um no like i it was the first one ever in my name but i'd okay. done a lot of raids where i got like a, a nice thick girthy split so yeah so you're actually kind of a beast at runescape um I I was kind of stalking your account, and I knew you were already like a high level Iron Man. In fact, I thought you were maxed, but it doesn't no doesn't appear. I to should be. be maxed. Yeah, you know, like six months ago, I set the goal to max by Christmas. Um, and I'm I like looked yesterday, and I've got uh, there's EHP, you know, and then there's FHP, uh, which is Flomple hours played because I am absolutely not three tick granite sweating like elbow grease and all that shit like no there's no way so it's flomple hours played and i'm 269 hours away and i showed that on stream yesterday and the chat said nice um so (laughs) So, yeah so i mean just been like gotten so distracted from the iron man it should be maxed but yeah you've been playing a group iron man lately yeah so (laughs) i've had like the life cycle of runescape accounts right so i had my main played the main for so I started Runes, like old school, um, about a year after it came out. Uh, I played RuneScape 2 from 2005 until EOC. And then there was that like maybe one or two year gap there. Played yeah. a little bit of Call of Duty, whatever. Yeah. And then I actually saw a SparkMac live stream of him playing old school. And I was like, this looks fun as fuck. Like, I got to get back on this. Yeah. So that's when I made a main and I plopped it down at Nightmare Zone with full Guthans. And it would six hour every night. Um, and then I would set my alarm to like wake up after the six hours and throw it back in, and then I'd sleep another six hours, and then you'd wake up and you've gotten like, you know, a million XP. So I basically got max combat on that within two months. You know, I fucking hated um, that, by the way. The oh, uh, it was broken energy. as hell, but like couldn't help myself. Really. Yeah, no, nobody could help them. I mean, I could help myself, but everyone else. Yeah, couldn't. 
I made one of those accounts, uh, like a boosting account. You know how like you couldn't choose your bosses for Nightmare Zone back then. You actually yeah had yeah to... you had to use those bots like there was like bots yeah. standing around. So and shit. I didn't know they were bots. I guess I probably <laughs> you're like trying bots. to have a conversation. I made with an one. account. Yeah, I made an account and I did the five quests that were like efficient for that. Yeah, and then people would pay you twenty k to like host their dream and then leave. And I swear to God, you were making five mil cash an hour, every hour. And people knew that I wasn't a bot, so they'd come to me. Um, so that was my alt to make a bunch of money. And then my main was just like, you know, doing Slayer or whatever it was. Um, but then eventually, oh shit, there's a crystal impling. You want it? Or am I getting it? Uh, you know what? It's all yours. All yours this time. Second one, though, that's mine. All right, let me grab my hunter potion because I'm 78. Yeah, that, that's all you, bro. You deserve it. People it. who are listening to this right now are confused. I'm standing no, not, beside. Oh yeah, uh, listening. Yeah, but they can see it on my end. I'm just. Yeah, yeah. I'm standing beside the, uh, the the man, the myth, the legend himself, while he runs back and forth. Uh, yeah, and I'm just mixing mixing some potions. Let me see. Give me some ranners. Would you Two get? dragon daggers. Oh my god! I'm telling my mom. It's, mom. It's fucking good. We did it. Okay, never mind. Um, yeah, I'm totally lost now. Uh, but yeah, I made an Iron Man. After I was, you know, like Iron Man comes out and you're like, ah, oh, like a month in, it's too late. Like, I don't want to make one now. Like, I've missed the boat on it. It was like a year later. I was like, yo, I got, I, I'm gonna make one. Made an Iron Man, played it for a year or so, and then Chambers came out, and I was like, all right, let's give these Chambers a shot. Day one, Chambers. I went in with a Rune Crossbow and Broad Bolts, and that was my range setup, uh, and my melee setup, and my Mage setup. <laughs> No one knew what the hell they were doing, right? So you, know, you go in as like a 100-man raid, and then by the time you get to Ice Demon, you're down to 20 people. Everyone's leaving. People were making a Congo line, like lining up to put their kindling in the friggin'... Oh, it was hilarious. Anyways, we finished that uh, that raid after six hours. Jesus um, Christ. And you probably had negative points. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, we got nothing. But... Um, so you probably got, so like, that Iron Man, I, I enjoyed... Yeah. I enjoyed trying raids on that. Yeah. But I didn't want to put in the effort to get a Dragon Warhammer. I didn't want to put in the effort to get my Herblore up. Like, it was a very much, like, basic Iron Man. Like, I was not gaming yeah. at all. Had no God Wars items. Had a little bit of Zalra done. Um, so that account, I ended up uh, turning into an alt. And I did raids on my main. And the raids on my main, I got, like, 1,200 KC. Got the pet. Got the dust uh, for that. And, like, had every item in the game and i was like this is boring as hell so i'm gonna max this account now so when i was maxing my main which is like 2100 total still four years later um when i was maxing that i was like oh, i'll make a little hardcore iron man to like play on the side and that quickly became my like main focus okay and that's flomple um i died at cal fights cal fight soldiers while playing call of duty um <laughs> I forgot to drink an anti-poison and looked away for two minutes and God died. Damn God damn it. But the thing is, I didn't care. I was yeah. making that account to be an Iron Man. I was like, might as well go hardcore for now. It was like 1750 total. Like it was somewhat respectable on the level side of things, but maybe not like PVM items. And I have a rule with all my hardcores is if I get a, a wilderness clue step, I do it. Fuck yeah. I don't drop it. Yeah. So like that account, I'd, I had done a bunch of clues. I went to the Lava Dragon Island to go do that elite clue step there, and a team logged in on me, and I ran, closed the gate, and made it away, and that was a peak, peak 
peak moment in my career. Yeah, that sounds sure. pretty badass. And then died to a cow fight. So, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. So that account was now Flomple. That's a pretty similar story. Like, I I made a hardcore, but dying was actually just, like, the best thing to ever happen. Oh, it's liberating. Yeah. I was, like, I had saved all of my bones knowing that I was going to die and just go to the Chaos Altar with them. Mm. Like, I was, like, I'll die eventually. I don't want to yeah. use them now. Like, get half and takes twice as long at the Ecto. Yeah, for fuck real. This or whatever it's called. So... Yeah, and then, uh, so that became Flomple, and I was, like, super enjoying it, so, you know, eventually I just stopped playing my main altogether, and played Flomple as a regular Iron Man, and now that, I was like, okay, I've got all the items I want, like, finished PVM basically on it, like, a year ago, um, minus Corp and Nightmare, but I'll get to that, but yeah, um. And now the combat achievements. Playing that one, yeah, fuck, whatever, stupid. (laughs) Playing Those on that one, I was like, right, "Cool, let's make yeah. a let's make a little hardcore Iron Man Tob like Rush account because that would be fun as heck." Yeah. So I spent about twenty hours, maybe thirty hours, working on that account as a hardcore to get it a couple of quests done. Um, I got it a Rune Scimitar, um, basic stuff like that, and then straight to Sand Crabs until like it had stats for Tob. <laughs> So, I mean, I got, once I had 60 attack, I went and got the D-Sim. Once I had 65 and 65, I went and got the D-Defender. But I literally was chopping crabs without gloves because I had done zero quests and had one crafting. Damn. Um, that account, there's a clip floating around out there um, of me on that account, the hardcore, named Chongle. Um, it has like 90 strength, 80 attack, like 80 range, whatever. Um, I was sitting... Chongle. Yeah, yeah. Chongle. Okay. Yeah. Great name. Um, yeah. I'm sitting in a hot tub or an inflatable kiddie pool, if you will, in, a in my parents' backyard, um, doing hardcore Ironman tub in a tub, and I got the fucking little Zik pet on like 13 KC on that account. Damn, it's still alive. It still has the pet. Um, yeah, it's been. It, it got chanced once because I Ruby Bolt attacked the wrong Nilo boss, but it didn't proc, so that was nice. Um. So while playing Chongle, that took my main focus away because I'm like, oh, this account's actually good. I should get it more than like 800 total level. It was like literally a thousand total level with Lil Zik Pet. Damn. On a hardcore, it was pretty funny. Yeah, um, it's pretty. You must have flexed at the GE several times, right? Yeah, I think I forgot uh, to do that. Let me log in quick. Um, That's like the first thing you have to do when you get something crazy, yeah. and you got to wear the yeah, like just... the hardcore Iron Man helmet, I assume. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's the only helmet you have anyway. You're a thousand total. So, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. It had, So, it has Void. It was like Void, D-Simi, um, Power Ami. Um, like, what I did on the account was I started it. I, I got the cash to do... I think I did LMS for a bit of cash. Um, and then bought some runes. Got some blue dragons killed for the bones. You need 76 dragon bones to get 43 prayer on the Chaos Altar. So I was like a level 25 account at the Chaos Altar using my Dragon Bones there as a hardcore. No one can attack you. It's yeah. genius. Yeah. And then I went and I after I got 43 prayer, I went and did Crazy Archaeologist for the Rune Crossbow, the Power Ami. And then then I just sat it at Crabs. Like that was that was pretty much it. Very nice. Um, would recommend if you're if you're starting a hardcore, just like do top first, because if you die, you just lose no no effort. Or just don't make a hardcore. That's my suggestion. Yeah, don't uh, or just don't die. Inevitably, uh, 
generally what people do if they make it too far is they pull an Ari slash and like they get to the point where they've invested 5k plus hours 10k plus hours and then they yeah. get addicted to the the color of their helmet mm-hmm. yeah you can't let it go at that point yeah i mean if um, i hadn't died dude i would have never learned how to pvm i would have never went to zora i didn't even know how to kill zora when i was a uh, hardcore and i was like yeah fuck that i'm gonna end up dying so i'm just gonna just stay a skiller for the rest of my life so definitely well, if you a were, blessing to die could you not just like go to zora with the diary done or you were like not that, that no stage. no no i just wasn't gonna go i oh, just, okay i just i didn't know how to i didn't know how to pvm i knew how to do kbd Barely. well that's 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 peak gaming for yeah. sure no and that's what i actually flexed unbelievably um i got a draconic visage there and oh. i was like that was my flex i was like okay my pvm journey's over i got my dfs from kbd let's go you always hear these people on twitter and reddit and whatever being like I've played 14 years and I just got my first visit. Yeah, that's me. I've never had one ever. Really? Yeah. I I like intentionally camped to get them as well and never got one. They do um, seem just so extremely rare, even though they're only one in 10,000. Almost... Like that's the thing. Like yeah. in 16 years, I must be four times the drop rate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it'd, be, just... it'd be crazy to know like how dry you really are. Yeah. I wish, I wish there was a way of knowing for sure. I've had um... seven draconic messages since 2015 in fact since 2016 because i think it was like in january i got my first one ever yeah so well that's fair Uh, i'll get one on probably like that shitty group hardcore ultimate vegan only iron man or something yeah 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 so what is it is it vegan only yeah um i have a so i have a, a galenor locked main um that is allowed to trade it's like this really unique account build and then i have like a gillenor locked uh hardcore that has the zik pet on it by the way and then i have my my regular iron man Flample that um has all the good items you could imagine for an uh, iron man except for corp and nightmare however i alked my dragon warhammer on that um it was an accident um, so like for basically for 100 you... gifted subs but it was an accident for sure um, oh jesus <laughs> And then, safe. My birthday, I did the 1 through 28, like, ALK, one of my PVM items. Oh, God. If I hit 100 subs, and it was the Warhammer. Oh, God. <laughs> but if you think about it, that's a 40-hour grind. Yeah, it's not, not bad at all. It's actually faster than 40 hours once you have, like, yeah. everything. Yeah. And a cannon. Yeah. No, like, I, I definitely have not gotten that back yet, and it's been, like, six months, so... Yeah, that account is uh, skilling until it's maxed. It's um, again two like two hundred and sixty nine hours away. So you said you have a Gillinor locked main that can trade. Yeah. I want to talk to you because just before we started recording, you were talking about the GE tax mm. and the item sync and how Soup actually shouted you out in one of his videos. Is that correct? Uh, no, I was lying uh, when I told you that before. Oh, you lied podcast. about this whole thing, so now I just look like a dumbass. Yeah, idiot. Okay. Damn, I got it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so I was, um, you know how Soup posted like a, a tweet, I think it was like June or something, where he was like, look at the price of these items, and it was like decks at like 12 mil and like a cult necklace, 150k and like everything. That was like the lowest point of the RuneScape like economy, right? I play primarily like Iron Man, so like I don't care, but I also know that I'm hopelessly addicted to this game and 
want it to thrive and survive long term. Yeah. Um, so I was like, look, there's got to be a way to like Jesus get some items out of this game, like you know, properly and in a in a smart way. So um, when he posted that, I had like this idea kind of rattling around, and I tweeted about it in the past, but didn't get any traction. So um, I, I basically put out a tweet that was like, hey, we've got death mechanics now where you pay to get your items back in cash and like dual arena cash is gone instances cash is gone like gp is coming in the game pretty quickly but it's also like there's some significant gp sinks which is doing a great job at keeping like the gold value decent um so i was like you can just kind of like convert that gp into items by putting it in a little bucket, let's say death's bucket, and then using that to buy items. So my idea, and then the way I tweeted it was with like the example of a BCP being 20 mil. You got a 20 mil BCP, every time you die and lose it, you pay 1% to get it back. Once you have 100 people paying 100, like, sorry, 100 people paying 1%, you've got enough to buy a BCP. At that point, you would use the GP that's been like removed Ooh. already to take... Ooh a BCP out of the game. That was what I tweeted. And I said, why stop there? You could do a GE tax and do the same idea. Every hundred Tebos that sell, you now have a little bucket with a hundred percent worth of Tebow. Then then just delete it from the game. And I was like, you know, maybe, maybe it needs to be 2%. Maybe it needs to be 0.1%. I don't know what the numbers would be. Yeah. Um, so that I tweeted that out. It got like, seriously, like 400 likes or something, a bunch of retweets, and then Soup put it in uh, a video. He had a video completely dedicated to um, the old school economy. And he was like, yo, check this out. There's an idea from Flomple. And I was like, that's me, mom, look. So um, she was really proud of me. She still is. Wow. Uh, just kidding. She used to unplug the computer from the wall if I played for it. Like if I played too long. So <laughs> she's like... Finally, you're, like, getting something out of your RuneScape life that's dominated your life for so long. Um, yeah, that was fun times. Yeah, so talking about that idea, I think that's actually really... I mean, that's kind of oh, what Death's Coffer does. I mean, or not not exactly the item sinking part, but, like, it sinks the gold, and then you can put in the items that you want to sink. Mm-hmm. But... It's a good idea, but it's not, like, that worth it. For the five percent, like yeah, on an Iron I, Man, sure. On a main, does do any mains actually do that? Like buy something from the GE and then throw it in Death's Coffer? They've probably done it for like one item, like a yeah. Dex or something. That's, I mean, if I was a main, that's probably what I would do. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? But that's actually a brilliant idea because then it's actually sinking the items that are used mm-hmm. when you die. Yeah, so like every like, hundred people who lose a BCP and buy it back, it'll delete one. And, you know, that would, I don't know if that will keep the items stable, but it's better than nothing. Um, I like that they're adding Torva, and, like, I'm, I'm glad there's something like Torva, because it's time, but it's good that they're, they're using Attachment Scape, which not a big fan of, but in this case, it works pretty well, I think. I'm a pretty big fan of Attachment Scape. I think it's, if it's done well, it makes a mm-hmm. lot of sense, and it keeps some content replayable. So, before the like item sync for like dragon warhammer and like everything like that that they're doing with the ge like they're targeting specific items i think that is not maybe the right way to do it but it'll work um 
like they just gotta have like some stats running in the background like look this week a thousand dragon warhammers came into the game and we got this much money from the ge tax from dragon warhammers we're gonna take all that and buy a hundred and delete them i don't know something like to help um but what I, the idea before they actually put that in was that uh, an attachment for a dragon warhammer from like a new raid or something like that that turns it into the dragon mall you've seen the guys in uh well, that nightmare yeah, yeah, place yeah, yeah, where they're walking around with them all. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, so my idea was kind of like, I hate the RNG behind a Dragon Warhammer. You're doing a solo raid and you just hit zero every time. Yeah. Um, and you're just kind of like locked behind being able to to hit that Warhammer. like Or like Corp, sometimes you just, to get that first Warhammer spec on, it's like 15 tries. So annoying. Yeah. Um, so what if they had like a, a mall like attachment where you put like a handle on a Dragon Warhammer? If you now have like 20k charges on your Dragon Warhammer, and then the, it sinks both. But the spec now is a guarantee that you hit one damage, but one damage only. You can't hit a 73. You can't hit a, a 69. Um, I don't know why those two numbers came to mind, but um, so DPS wise, maybe it's better in some places to just use a Dragon Warhammer. Yeah, and have the potential to hit a seventy, which speeds up a kill. Yep. Whereas in other places, if you have to hit that warhammer to be efficient, you would just use the mall. Maybe it's a maybe it's a fifty five percent spec. I like you're, guar- you're guaranteed the one. I don't know. That was an idea, and I have no idea if it's a good idea. You'd have to like look at the numbers, maybe do a, a test run, play yeah. with it a little bit. No, I, I love suggestions like that. I. There was a prayer that was going to come from Tob. It was like in ideation called judgment. Not exactly what they were proposing, but I had a I had an idea for judgment to be basically the equivalent of like a chivalry, a piety, a rigor, or an augury. Like one of those where it's not an overhead, it's just simply stats and you can't use them together. So judgment would be a new eighty level eighty five prayer. And what I wanted it to be is simply just accuracy. So mm-hmm. whenever you activate it who knows what the number would be to make it fair, but I was thinking 50% accuracy on every style. So no, no defense, no damage, you know. It was just accuracy on every style. So just like this new prayer that you would use for that. Um, what about would... negative defense or like negative, like nah, increased be... damage against you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it should ever because it's not going to be the, the prayer you ever camp. It'll exclusively no, sure. be used for, like, last hits, potentially, I'm assuming. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I would think if you're on your last hit. I mean, here's the thing about uh, that prayer with magic. It doesn't have to be magic. I'm already thinking, like, okay, maybe that's a bit too OP because Augury has that. But at least melee accuracy, 50%, would be good. Yeah, I think and... it's fair with melee and range. I think just with, like, freezing spells, if you're, like, guaranteed yeah, that... pretty much to catch a freeze, that's kind of broken that's but. true that might be a little bit op but um it is just meant to be an accuracy prayer and it would never be camped it would just be for mm. those like dragon warhammer specs or like the f- finishing touches of a boss basically so i i love it um picture this though with yeah. the negative defense or like it increases damage taken so you're running into the corp layer as like a hardcore going oh, to spec shit. it down yeah <laughs> and now corp instead of being able to hit a 50 can hit a 72 like See, be the, like, oh shit! Like you gotta, you gotta like go in with augury on, flick it over to this prayer, and then quickly take it up. I don't know. It could be like 
Yeah. Interesting. I, I like that, um, like, just the skill base of, like, using different things is increasing because everybody who plays this game, like, longer and longer is, is getting better. So yeah. I think it'd be cool to have, don't just, like, click the prayer, have it on, and, and just hit boss. I think it'd be cool to be, like, you got to, like, you got to time it, you know? Like, don't yeah. let the boss hit you while it's on. Otherwise, you're screwed. And I think even without the negatives, it still is awesome because you're always just going to use judgment initially for your hammers then you gotta switch to piety so there's a little bit more interaction besides just always piety for every situation yeah no it's um it's it's almost like sad that there's no other prayers above piety and like would it fit like would that not like if you just had turmoil or like something above piety for melee like it would just would break so many bosses make them so much faster yeah no it would so this is a good uh it's a good middle yeah, and I think sure. it's just like a really valuable prayer. It's pretty niche, but it's niche mm-hmm. in almost every situation where you're using defensive reduction. And uh, yeah, it could also just help with the frustration of having to spec a billion times. I yeah, that's that was what my dragon mall idea was. Yeah. It's like I hate how it's just like, well, this raid I can't get a PB anymore because my warhammer didn't hit. There was kind of an idea similar to that i don't know where it was coming from whether it was like an item i think somebody may have mentioned it was like going to be an elder mall new spec to buff the elder mall the elder mall would have a defensive reducing special attack but what it would do is it would like guarantee the effects of a dragon warhammer spec but it doesn't do any damage and it smites you but it guarantees it (laughs) <laughs> so it's just like something where it's like as soon as you activate it, it guarantees. It. And it doesn't have to be zero damage, but that was something to kind of make it a little bit more balanced, I guess. Yeah. But Well, that's what I was saying with like the Dragon Wall. It's just like you can only hit one, but it's guaranteed to yeah, hit one. Yeah, I think that's cool. It's, I yeah, even think... Definitely, Elder Mall is like such a cool item, and it's literally the same rarity as a Tebow, which is a bill, and the Elder Mall has gone as low as like 7 mil or it's something. so bad. It's gotta be. It's gotta be buffed, and I know it's like hard to buff something, you know, five years after it's been out. But yeah, I think the other problem is like this game is kind of held back by PKing. Like it is. Hey, the I the, the I like PKing. Yeah. I think it's fun. I think it's it's actually got a it's got pretty good potential to be like esports kind of. Yeah. I know there's a ton of RNG. But you see all the skilled PKers, and it's like, man, that's like, it's impressive, like, what you can do with this children's medieval simulated clicking game. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like we're held back. Like, if you buff the Elder Mall, it's just broken for PKing. Yep. If you if you do stuff like that, like, that's why the Tebow is, like, based on magic level, and it has to have that, like, weird underlying effect. Otherwise, it's just broken. Yep. No, you're 100% right. They, uh... The fact that you have to balance both PVM and PK angle is just never working out. I, I think there was like some quote saying, I don't know if it was like a World of Warcraft quote or some random shit that was saying, like, if you try to balance both, I think Alex Sween made a little tweet on it. He was talking about like how if you try to like balance PVM and PVP, like PVP will always die basically or something like that. Like it has to be like a PVP exclusive game basically for it to thrive ever. Like it's yeah. too hard to balance both. And I honestly like lms as like a pvp game like it's it's got it's good if there were no bots it's good yeah if there was like a matchmaking 
method where you know you put all people with certain elo yeah like that's what i want not oh the gosh. fucking elo it's, where it just so much goes potential. up you... yeah i know yeah there's so much potential for it to be like a really good game and a really good mini game and um you know just make pking like almost like exclusive to lms like if you want to go pking you go to lms but it doesn't really work yeah i'm still um, fine with the wilderness being a thing and i think the changes they've made like PK skull prevention. I know a lot of people don't like it, but a lot of people love it. I think it was yep. a really healthy update for the wilderness, and we'll have to see in the months coming, potentially the people, next year, to kind of see the effect. People don't go in the wilderness because they're worried they're going to get skull tricked. So, and I, I I know that because I have a friend who's on my group Iron Man named Get Some Cookie, and he is shout out Get the Some most Cookie, ad- the most adorable, cute noob that you will ever meet. I was getting ecumenical keys yesterday with him. Uh, he he rolled up a couple minutes later, um, and he died to a uh, one of those Armadil aviancy things, yeah. getting his ecumenical key because he brought no food to the wilderness because he was worried he was going to lose it. Like that's how cute of a noob he is. I was like, "What are you doing, man?" <laughs> I go, I grabbed the screenshot and I posted it in my Discord in the uh, Wall of Shame. Um, so he's <laughs> immortalized in there. I'm, like he's. He hasn't played RuneScape for for too too long, right? Yeah. So he's terrified of the wilderness. He will go in the wilderness if he knows he can't get sculled and lose his items. But before that, he was like, "I'm not touching it. I'm gonna like accidentally skull. I'm gonna lose my shit." And that's, I'm using him as an example. But there's more. There's more cookies out there, right? There's more of them out there that like this will put more people in the wilderness for PKers to snack on, right? So it's good for PKers. They just don't like it because they can't get the big loots anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's kind of the argument that Dino was bringing up, like the fact that you there's no sh- there's no chance whatsoever of them sculling. Yeah, makes it, and I understand that, but at the same time, for balance' sake and not just to benefit, you know, the aggressor too heavily. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's perfectly balanced. Okay, and, but what about yeah, go for it. Um, counter countering and kind of making another? I know rev caves have changed like seventeen times in the past week. It seems like, but um, what if you go into rev caves and it skulls you, and you're you have to be sculled to kill revs? Um, That's just the one spot in the wilderness where you got to be sculled. Like, I think it, I maybe mean, there's a new rev caves or like a deeper version of the rev caves, something like that. But like. Now, like people go kill revs and they just won't get anything because you—they're not sculling, they're not going to get skull tricked. I mean, that's kind of how it already—I mean, not fully works, but yeah. you're hunting the items. You definitely want to skull up for sure. I and you the... see, like all the all the behe clips of people smiting a crossbow and, and stuff like that. But yeah. I don't know. I think it could be interesting. Um, again, when I when I say ideas like that, like. They've either just come to my brain and I don't think them through, or no, I, <laughs> I just say it thing. so that other people can think it through for me. And I think be like, the That's best thing is to idea. share. Like, okay, cool, no yeah, I think it's yeah. I think it's a healthy thing to share those ideas, and then they get. Yeah. Oh my god, that's that one. Oh my god, I want it. That one's definitely mine. okay. Yeah, you, uh, we'll we'll share. All yeah, right. you can have this one. I got six hundred fifteen rune arrows. That okay, well, I didn't for me. that probably would have been great for you. I just want. Uh... I, I just want Ranner seeds from those crystal implings. I've never seen one spawn like that. That was awesome. Start a timer, uh, and it'll spawn. I think it's like twenty minutes or I think it's forty 30. minutes. I don't know. Do you know? I think it's okay. thirty. Well, minutes. I was. I think it's I, every I, half. As I said, thirty minutes. 
I think. Don't quote me on that. I think it's every <laughs> like half hour. It, but then it spawns invisible. Yeah, two minutes of invisibility. I don't know. The wiki was... Uh, I was looking at that because I just got... I was like, my whole team is starving in Group Iron Man. They're, they're just... They're parched for prayer pots. Um, and like my Group Iron Man team has a couple people on it that don't prayer flick. <laughs> oh, they're geez. friends of mine for a long time. And like, you know, I could have maybe tried to find a, a nice group Iron Man team with some content creators, super sweaty gamers, stuff like that. Um, and like grind it out. But as you've seen with a lot of other teams, they burn out like right away. Yeah. And they go back to their other accounts, the ones that they make like YouTube videos on or yeah. stuff like that. So for me, I was like, oh, I'm just going to play with like my close friends and have a good time. So how is uh, group Iron Man for you? Just like overall, because I already have seen like it, it yeah. almost seems like a dying game mode. Again, I don't see the vast, you know, thousands of players that thousands of players that are enjoying group Iron Man. I just see like the negatives about it. So yeah. in your opinion, what do you think about it? Yeah, kind of what I was just touching on is I think if you like intentionally mash a team together that might necessarily like, you know, might not work. Um, it's not going to work. Like, if there's any chance that it'll fail, it's going to fail. Like, if you're trying to find some content creators to make a team with for for Cloud or anything like that, like, I had that as an option, and I, I decided not to, and I went with someone that I've known in real life for 12 years and then a couple of RuneScape friends that I've known for, like, five years. So it's like, we play together every day. Like, why not make a group Iron Man together and we'll play that instead? So um, three of them, three of them, two of them, Two of them have max capes. No, three of them have max capes. So they're like done with their mains, ready to do yeah. their first Iron Man. So okay. it's working out for me. Yeah, that it's sounds fun. That sounds like a yeah. great thing for them as well. First, It's it's first hilarious because some of them are like, hey, can, does anyone have an iron spit that I can have for this quest? Um, I'm like, dude, just use an iron bar on an anvil. They're like, <laughs> oh, that works? I'm like, you have a max cape. Like, what is going on? That's like, how I've never it is, played though. Iron Man, man. I don't know. <laughs> There's no GE. I'm like, well, the group storage isn't the GE of Flomple. Like, I'm not giving you all my shit just because you ask for it. Questing on a main, literally just sitting at the GE for the first 15 minutes. Just yep, getting just every everything. Thing. I cannot even... I can barely remember those days. Like, really. Yeah. It's just... And I remember thinking when you're, like, buying everything at the GE, I'm like, geez, this would absolutely suck to be an Iron Man right now. Like, this would just be fucking hell. So I think that's why Iron Man complained about bank space is because you're afraid to drop something yeah. that you might need in the future and you don't know if you need it yet. Until you get like full quest completion. I never dropped a single a single thing. Yeah. I like even my account is at eight hundred and twenty slots right now. Like it's it's packed. because um, I know one of my shitty little teammates is gonna be like Hey man, do you have a, a polished button to do animal magnetism? It's like, yes, I kept it for a month so that you could have it and you're slow on your quest or whatever. Yeah. So it's the way she goes. I'm so glad they finally introduced new bank space. I thought we were going to be capped forever. I also yeah. chucked all of my uh, seed vault seeds into my bank so I don't have to deal with that shitty ass interface that's like the chamber's chests, you know? <laughs> it's like you don't click it right on the like exact tick, it doesn't register. Yeah, I'm so used to with the chambers chests. You just right click withdraw. Yeah, you like have one, to. one five ten whatever. Like I just zoom through, and I'm just like boom, 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 boom. Take everything out. Like it's just muscle memory for the chambers chest. But yeah, I see a lot of yeah. gamers doing that. Um, I know the quickest way to solve the um the seed vault one um is to not farm ever. 
and that's a, that's a good one. Yeah. No, I mean, just just have one farming forever, and you never need to worry about it. One of the tips to having all your seeds in your own bank is like farming just becomes more convenient. I was never in the mood to do farming once the seed vault came out because I had to yeah. go to the farming guild to go look at my seeds. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. So that's a funny story. On on my main Iron Man Flompel, I did not do herb runs until I had 99 farming. Wow. Because... What was your herb lore at the time? <laughs> I mean, you get herbs through Slayer and yeah, stuff, and so raids. it was still okay. Yeah. Um, I actually did, like, I want to say two, maybe 300 raids on Flompel as an Iron Man and a Hardcore. I think I was, like, 200 KC as a Hardcore. I had an Elder Maul and, like, four Arcane Prayer Scrolls. It was fantastic. Um, Elder Maul was my best-in-slot item, DPS-wise. Better than a D-Simmy. So, I would sit on the melee hand. I wouldn't bring Mage Gear, because I had an Ivan's Blast. And I'd just be hitting it with the Elder Maul. And it would never cripple, and I'd get 20k points in a raid. And it was like, we would do, like, 2 plus 2 raids. And I would survive with my level 65 Herblore Brews that heal 11 each. Because I'd have 20 Brews like five restores and that was it like i had no switches it was hilarious so from that it just like shits out dwarf weeds uh, irits ranners and then through that i got my herb lore up passively i actually ran the calculations on it i like making spreadsheets and like you know figuring out the numbers for myself yeah um so for raids if you get like 20k points in a raid the average like herblor XP per raid is like seven and a half thousand, Jeez. and that's including cleaning the herbs and then making like the potions that you would actually make with it, yeah. Rather than like you know making no, it it's, it's, so it's pretty insane how many herbs you get and from Tob too. Yeah, so think of you do five hundred raids on Iron Man like that's and you're saying twenty k herblor XP. You're not even saying like thirty three k or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, if you're doing solos, like you're getting it's a like lot ten k at least. Um, but yeah, I was I was saying like I got 99 farming before I started doing herb runs um, because like I had enough herbs like I was just doing like whatever playing the game backwards a little bit if you will um, and then now that I had 99 farming I was like cool uh, just tell you to the farming guild grab your seeds and like start in the farming guild and then do your herb run and whatever and yeah um, from that I mean now I'm 99 herb lore on it Beast. with like another five mil banked herbs that I'm never gonna touch. Very cool. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get max, dude. Max cape is <sighs> So like yesterday I got like three hundred and fifty K agility XP running laps on RD, but it was thirty K XP an hour average. And I didn't pause my XP tracker when I like went to the washroom or walked my dog or like anything like that. Um but it's like, you know, you just chip away at it a little bit, I'll be done in like six months. But it's two hundred and fifty hours all you know, like yeah. I can I could just like not play group Iron Man for like maybe two months and I'd have it done. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I just whatever's the most fun is what I play. So I definitely gonna... was yeah, go for it. So are you gonna hop to your main iron when next and raids three come out? Yeah, for sure. Do you think um, you're gonna camp it for like item completion or are you just not really into it like that much? Like you said you haven't even touched Corp or Nightmare, so Yeah, so Corp I didn't want to touch until I had uh, Inquisitors, mm -hmm. because it just speeds it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, Smart. Like, I got like, BGS, I kind of got a bit later than most things. 
so that was when like corp was unlocked i went and i did like 50 kc to put myself on the high scores and and then i was like look like this is fun and i'm excited to do this but i i think i want to like get a max cape maybe do a little bit of nightmare and corp like simultaneously maybe get yeah. inquisitors to help speed it up whatever um that's what i was kind of doing so yeah when next comes out i'll be doing it on the on the iron man depending how much i enjoy it like if i'm addicted to next like you know i'll be yeah, there for months potentially oh. That's where it all comes down. Like I'm really wanting to play Leagues Three, but if if Next is amazing, then I'll just skip yeah. Leagues Three. But I don't know, man. I'm getting a lot of those vibes of like nightmare release where it's just a massive old piece of content and things mm. just take forever and I just get really bored of it. So yeah. we'll see in two weeks how I'm feeling. Or like yeah, two weeks so after release, I should say. When you when you play leagues, we're on the third one now. When you've played those like temporary game modes, do you? I haven't like, played. I have not. I've never played a league. I've okay. only watched it. Well, I can tell you that they are very fun. Um, yeah. but they kind of have like a life cycle. Like you finish what you're doing because there's ten times or thirty eight billion times XP rates, and then you're like, okay, I'm done. Like, <laughs> what else do I need here? Um, yeah, two months. It was too long. So I played Trailblazers for, I think it was three weeks. Yeah, and I literally had hype like, every single item that I could get in my areas. Yeah. At least the ones that I, I wanted. Um, and then I was like, cool, I'm done. Like, you know, I had fun and now I'll just go back to my, my other stuff. But I play, I played leagues on my main and then like on the side would be like, you know, grinding a little bit on the Ironman, like fishing or like whatever. Yeah. And I'm maxing. That's what I fall into. That's the that's the issue with me is I, I was touching on it earlier. We kind of got off topic from it, but I I had a main and I made the Iron Man to play on the side while maxing the main, and then I got addicted to the Iron Man, so the main like is gone. And then on that Iron Man, I was maxing and I made a hardcore to play on the side, and that hardcore is like it took over a little bit. And then Group Iron Man came out. Now I'm only playing Group Iron Man, and the the Iron Man's like on the side, like doing 300k agility xp a day when i could probably get like 900k if i went to sepulchre for eight hours yeah um wait that math didn't add up but you know what i mean yeah so i don't know like when leagues comes out i'll i'll play that on one of my accounts and i don't know like i'll probably just put the group iron man in 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 the in the storage for a a month two weeks i don't know how long your teammates feel about that and how would how would you feel about one of your teammates doing that when you are loving Mm. the group iron man like we do have that team chemistry work i just want to (laughs) know we had uh so initially we had uh, someone on our team like great friend of mine i've really enjoyed playing with him um ryan or made in uk uh it was his name he's like a mod in my chat he's been i've been friends with him for five years again like really when i I downloaded Discord to join a, a like a Discord server and he was like the mod there. Like he's he's been around for a long time. He I was like, cool, like let's let's do this. I'm trying to play with friends instead of content creators. Um and he was playing a bit and then he didn't play for a few weeks. And that those crucial first few weeks when Group Myerman came out, I was like, I really like wanna get more teammates. So then we um we like gave we we shared his account with someone else. He hasn't logged in since we shared it. Like I think we made the right decision by asking if he'll share with other people. Um, Yeah, so he basically burnt and quit right away. And then we have another teammate who's like 1,300 total, where I'm almost 1,700. Like, it's a huge gap. Um, And he logs in, and the first thing he messages is, hey, does anyone have any prayer pots? Or does anyone have this? I'm like, (laughs) 
play your fucking account and you'll have them like anyways like it's fine you just kind of accept it as a five-man team if you have three playing like you're you know don't complain i guess yeah um it's definitely too bad but i think what will happen with group iron is like if you can get to that like you know 17 800 1800 total um level and all the accounts have you know stuff in the bank like supplies you've got some gear and you can just log in do a couple hours of raids and log out like that's when group iron would be fun it's not fun for some people when you have to redo every single quest. You have to redo all the freaking Karend favors. Yep. You have to like. That's why people quit pretty quickly. They're like, man, what I do don't you think? Do this again. What do you think about? Okay, so recently, uh, Lake Pug and Zandy and Coxie, yeah, yeah. got their team. Uh, I'm not going to go into it, but they are. They have disbanded. You know, they're they've lost their, yeah. all their lives. So. <laughs> originally like with the the original hardcore mode people would just fucking reset like all right we're yeah. doing it again but now you have this group dynamic to it where people don't reset so is this a dying game mode for like streamers or do you think we haven't really seen the streamers like remake in half a year from now let's just say like mm-hmm. oh another okay so like now i'm just imagining lake and pug and now do their own adventure with the group i'm like like do you do I don't know if you think that's going to be a possibility or if uh, Group Iron Man is just destined to just die. What do you think? I think it's kind of like, I think it'll be kind of like hardcore where, you know, you might play hardcore, it dies, you take six months or maybe a year off and then you get that itch to play again. Yeah. Um, I think that's a very real possibility where you could have some people that just like decide that they want to like jump back in with maybe a new team. Yeah. And like, I think setting a goal is like a big part. Um, I was so <laughs> my plan for Group Iron, and you said like, how does that communication with Group Iron work? Yeah. Um, my goal, it came out on the Wednesday, I believe. My goal was to have been killing Corp by the Saturday, and I had made like a checklist, like a plan, strategy for like me and a couple teammates. Like this is what we're gonna do, and we'll get there. Um, and then by the time we got there. Uh, like we start playing they're like no no no, like i just want to get barrows gloves first i'm like that's like a two-week thing if like the amount you're playing like come on like let's go i want to kill like corp i want to be like on a level 80 account killing corp within four days like that's super fun to me yeah like so i had a bunch of teammates that they weren't necessarily interested in that um yeah and that would be like fun imagine you had a group iron team where it's like okay look let's play this for a month and let's try and See how far uh, see we if get. we can yeah let's see if we can get five infernal capes on our five accounts Ooh, within a yeah. month like that's the goal i think it's really good for like youtube um has anyone done i mean nobody in my subscription box has done anything where it's like let's do like region locked hardcore yeah no people Iron are Man. just dude i was just thinking what if you did a fucking regional thing but yep. you each have your own region that's exactly you each have a fifth Fuck. of the map, that's so and you're cool. basically playing as a solo but like the amount of strategy can you imagine a Bro, swamp so... style game mode like that okay that is actually genius and i think that would actually be extremely exciting imagine this like imagine there's only um i'm just thinking somebody's in karamja and the only way to trade is through like the charter ship like they can't actually leave the boat they just yeah. have to like go onto it and then the other guy goes on the boat, but they can't actually go onto like their own islands. I don't know how mm-hmm. that would work without like with other places, but there's like a meeting point, you know? 
Yeah. That would be Groovy. fucking sick. Yeah. There's so many good, like, Gosh, ideas. Like, I think yeah. I think it's just, like, Group Iron Man's just prime for content. Like, yeah, it really okay. Is. Yeah, you've, that idea alone. Like, I wonder if there's anything else that's just super crazy cool like that. Because that's awesome, I think. And, like, every streamer or uh, YouTuber can share, like, what they're doing and then... Uh, I don't know. So you get like completely different perspectives because it's all area locked, mm-hmm. and you kind of see, you know, oh, I need this item from this area, but I can't go there, so my teammates got to get it. Damn. Yeah. No, I think it'd be really fun, um, and that's what I think Group Iron Man kind of like will be is like, all yeah. right, this streamer group is gonna make a, a team, and they're gonna play it until they've completed Nightmare or like something weird like that. Yeah. And then and then they're done or or whatever. Like it, it'd be. Yeah, it'd be pretty awesome. Like, I I really like Solo Missions series where he he did the five five people on one account um, trying to get an infernal cape. Like, that's another. It's just like a good YouTube series. And then he wrapped it up and it's done. Like, he's not he's not touching it anymore because he yeah. lost all his lives. So, I was thinking, yeah. okay, what about this? I know I'm like now I'm just fucking thinking about all we got these the ball ideas. rolling. We got the say the say ball rolling. Imagine Group Iron Man where. Let's just say it's a duo team, but it's chunk based. So yeah. the whole thing, like you can choose. So when you've completed a uh, chunk, you can actually choose the route you want instead of having it randomized. Mm. Which, let's be honest, the randomization with any YouTuber that does chunks is like clearly biased. Like he, there's no way he's <laughs> actually random. You know, we just have to pretend like, oh uh, yeah, that was random. No, but um, yeah. real talk. Like imagine there's two accounts and their whole goal is to meet up with each other. Yeah. eventually and so like you're just working your way through these chunks it's not it doesn't have to be extreme or anything but just something like you got to complete one or two things every every chunk to get to each other like yeah you some, start some you time. start on uh you start in freaking whatever's farthest east tob yeah. and then you start over yeah. on the west in Peren. you <laughs> yeah. gotta make your way to each other yeah, yeah. oh my that'd god be that'd be awesome I think that's what Group Iron, like, should be and will be. Like, yeah, Group Iron Man could have, like, genuinely could have been a, a league or, like, separate oh, server, yeah, private, definitely. you know? Like, and I think RuneScape, you know, as it is right now, it's, I don't think it's dying. It's fine. But, like, if it were to die out to the point where there's no more updates, they've, you know, they've fired all their devs. Like, it could easily just be, you, you get a private server you choose your own rules on the private server and, you know, you can just host like, okay, we've got a five-man group, Iron, and this is our server and we're alone on it. Like, let's just have some fun. Like, I think that's what RuneScape will eventually become where if it's, it'll be around forever, but maybe not in any new updates or anything like that. Yeah, I have, I've always kind of wondered what'll happen uh, after our generation kind of gets a little bit older. Because... Are young kids playing RuneScape? I don't think so. I think they're busy playing Fortnite. Yeah. So you kind of like, like they yeah. they need to appeal to it with marketing and and stuff like that. And I think they've tried like some of the new quests and like things like that to help players understand the game. See, for me, I'm just like maybe I'm turning into a boomer already. I mean, I think you're 26 as well, right? Yeah, I'm 26. Yeah, I'm 26. 
um but just like think about that like this game just moves with our generation so it's like yeah it dies with us man like we we it goes when we go you know and then like mm-hmm. just nobody else is playing it like i kind of find beauty in that but at the same time like i really would love this game to always thrive so yeah. there's definitely some younger players like that played like the tail end of runescape 2 yeah. and like runescape 3 like they're like just about to turn 20 at this point yeah, like, they're 20-year-olds, and, like, that's good. And I think there will be some more people that just, like, find the game as they hit, like, 18 years old, and I don't know. It's such... It's weird, because, like, we used to play when we were, like, five. Like, yeah. <laughs> seriously, you're, like, so young. My Who little was brother to? was playing when he was, was it... two. Like, he yeah, was, was it Puggin two. last week on the podcast? Yeah, he was he's... saying he was playing when he was, like, three or four years old. <laughs> yeah, he's four. Like, how do you... I don't even know how to, like, Dude, walk when I was my little three. brother was fucking two. And he was playing, and then he discovered he must have been like three, maybe, or potentially four this time. But I remember he we taught him a bad word. We taught him the word ass. And no so way. he learned how to type it on the keyboard, ASS. And so he I just remember like walking past the computer one time, and he's on there in his fucking underwear, typing on the thing, calling everybody an ass, just like with a like a just a bunch of S's, like A S S S just like I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no. definitely a two year old was just playing, running around, calling people an ass. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll see how the younger generations eventually either find this sure. game. Who? And the other thing I wonder is, like, I wonder if maybe it takes you getting a little bit older to now enjoy this game. Because, like, for I think the us, way that the way that we enjoy it is, you gotta be older. Yeah, because, like, for us, like, I don't think we would have played this if we had Fortnite Temptations and stuff like that. Mm. But we just play this because this is, like, the only thing. Like, the first, like, just fucking big open world fun. Mm -hmm. But now it definitely appeals to us. I think it appeals more to us now than it even did as kids, even though we still have that nostalgia effect. But, like, who knows? I'm sure, like everyone who's played a long time thinks about it now where it's like if if i went back in time like 10 years or like 15 years i'd be the richest player in the game i would be max <laughs> yeah i'd be the only person who's max i would be like zezima zezima whoops like, mixed yeah literally like you would be a god if you yeah. just went back and knew how to one tick prayer flick and like you could tick eat pking if yeah. someone had a range attack did you know that yep. yeah yeah like you just can't die if you know how to ticky. Like it's yeah. just hilarious. I remember I, I was yeah. a god PKer back in like 2010 because, or when was the trade limit taken off? That was 2000. It was like 2010 oh, or 11, I right? Don't know. I quit in 2007. I didn't start playing again until 2015. So. Oh okay. Yeah. So I, I played through that whole time because I enjoyed like, you know, everything. Like PKing was was like the main part of the game. Like that was like end game content was PKing, but yeah. when when they added like PKing back and like you know, dual arena back and trade limit was removed, all that stuff, I was there. A DH set was ten mil. I used summoning to make a fruit bat, I believe it was called, and you use the little summoning scrolls and it would spawn papayas. And papayas were used as like a secondary ingredient for I believe it was spec attack potions. Where you sip it and it gives you twenty five percent spec, it was ridiculously broken, oh, but uh, pretty fun. Um, so I did that for money, and it was like just over a mil an hour, and I did it for like a hundred hours, and I bought myself an AGS, which was one hundred and twenty mil. 
So I was there in full DH, which was a 10 mil set, and I had an AGS. And I saw it in someone's YouTube video that you could sip a potion and put on your AGS and they wouldn't be able to see that you've put your AGS on and just spec. (laughs) So I made so much goddamn money PKing in DH. Everyone is just so newbie. Most people didn't know how to combo eat. Like literally most, like a strong majority would just be like, mashing their their they're clicking on their sharks dude pk can never be the same again no it there's just, no chance it just can't and especially because you see the age gap like everyone was fucking 12 back then yeah nobody's 12 anymore like the youngest player you'll see playing this game is 19 i swear yeah. to god like maybe 18 <laughs> like but yeah like, i don't know because i feel like I think, okay, we were talking about Group Iron Man. What is Group Iron I think Group Iron Man is made for us to play with our children in five years. <laughs> <laughs> five years? Like, 50 years? Yeah, no, I don't want to be, I don't want to get all, pregnant all until first. I'm, like, at least 56, I think, is the age I settled on. I'm not even going to start dating until I'm married, so i got a ways. Yeah, that's smart, actually. I didn't think of that. Yeah. I don't know what we were just talking about, but I want to get to some Twitter topics. So before we we're talking are... about uh, Raid Shadow Legends, actually, <laughs> I will not shout them out unless they, there's money on the line. Or Sorry, else, or else I'll get to, or... just just bleep that. Just just bleep that part. Yeah, you're, right there. You're good. Shout out Raid Shadow Legends for real. They I I was at at, at one point sponsored. And I don't know how nice. the hell they can pay out the money they pay out. Like they are literally banking. Oh, they pay you. They are banking on an oil prince to get uh, recruited. Like, you just have to bank <laughs> on that because there's no way you're making money if not. Like, if that one shot doesn't go through, it's like, I don't know. Everyone uninstalls, man. Sorry. It's that it's that 1%, that 0.1% that pays for everybody Everything. else. Yep. Yeah, literally. Okay, um, get some cookies. Speak of the devil asks what do you think about the current current state of osr it's like we've kind of been talking about already how do you feel about next and other content being ported from rs2 slash three and is there anything else you'd like to see come over from that game to here yeah um current state of old school i mean i'm enjoying it so uh, it gets my stamp of approval i would i'd recommend it to people to play if they like a grindy kind of game um it's aight. It's good. I'm really glad they put the item sync uh, idea in because that'll that'll preserve the economy a little bit. Even like even if they've lied to us and said that they've done this uh, thing where they're buying items and deleting them, like people, the items still went up. So <laughs> they could have lied to us, right? So yeah, um, I don't think they. Uh, I remember like when poll results were like always shown and then they turned to always hidden. People were like, yeah, conspiracy theorists were. I think all the conspiracies, and at least in my opinion, were debunked after uh, warding failed. I was like, "Holy yeah. fuck! Okay, like this is this is the real deal. Like this is shit actually works. Like these hidden." They really wanted warding in the game. Yeah, and I was like, I was certain it would pass, and then it didn't. And I was like, okay, like th- clearly. And you know the other thing? I always thought there was a conspiracy with the duel arena having. I thought that was always going to be in the game till the end of time because it's just so profitable. Mm. But no, yeah. they got rid of it. I'm like, damn, like they're actually making healthy changes to this game and like listening to the community. So, yeah, I think they 
they've gotten to the point where they realize long-term health over the game is going to make more money than just like the the short-term things like the dual arena maybe yeah. getting more more players buying bonds and other forms of runescape gold um through illegal websites don't buy gold by the way yeah um just make an iron man and you can't stake oh wait, you can't stake anyways yeah we're good okay never mind um i really wonder how the dual arena changes have have affected um addicts yeah because you know a big portion of the community is probably a was or at least um currently is i don't know addicted to staking so i wonder how that change has helped those people because you always see you occasionally see like these reddit threads of like some guy that's like just absolutely horribly addicted to staking and he has some like thing about it's like i'm quitting this game like these games i'm so Mm -hmm. addicted to staking i've spent 20 grand on fucking sand casino so i really wonder what these limitations have done either they've created another problem where they now they just gamble on different things because they're still addicted or it's actually like kind of cured them so i think there are people who are just addicted to that like rush or that thrill and i um you know like when i when i hit uh 18 years old in in canada uh, i live in fucking canada there bud by the way jesus fucking riding mooses and shit up here um we can go to the to the irl duel arena the the real life sand casino yeah and yeah like you, 18, you 18 really? you're like yeah you're like super super into it super addicted like my friends and i would go like literally in the summer we'd be there almost every single night and you'd bring your 60 bucks and just lose it immediately <laughs> um so and bad. i had yeah. that like addictive personality right before the dual arena was uh you know nerfed or removed whatever you want to call it uh what was it three weeks a month ago yeah. um yeah i on my main that i don't play and had just money collecting dust i i just chucked it and lost it all <laughs> so always, no matter what think, even if you won it you would have still yeah. ended up losing it all because you would have just gone all in again it's like you just go in there with the mindset mm-hmm. it's like this is all gone already because there's no way you're gonna stop after you win three times in a row you're just gonna go in one more time yeah like i've always uh i've always enjoyed like that rush of staking but it was just not healthy for me mentally yep like i'm i'm pretty good at poker um something that i didn't mention was like my part-time job during university uh was i was a magician i would go perform magic at weddings with like playing cards like, no fuck shit no like way. that yeah so and i do that on stream uh at flumple on twitch um where i show card tricks on stream and you know they're not your average you know uncle's card tricks they're like better um you know not tooting my own horn at all whatsoever but like that was my job and like you make good money from it um and i got super into poker like i have an ace of spades tattooed on my forearm because i have an ace up my sleeve (laughs) um so yeah like i'm super into cards poker i played poker in my parents basement every night for like six months learning the game practicing with my friends like getting really good at it and then we went to a casino where there was a tournament being hosted there was over 150 entrants for I think it was like seventy dollars entry fee, and like the casino takes twenty bucks, so it's it's like fifty dollars times one fifty, um, and then the winner gets like fifteen percent or whatever. 
So 150 entrants. Um, I came first. That was my first ever tournament. Wow. Like, just go Let's in and you clean up. Go. Yeah, I was like, you know, like I'm actually good at this. So I made the decision after a while. I was like, I could quit my real job. I could just play poker as a full time yeah. job. Like I, I could make it work if I sat at this table for an hour. I could make twenty dollars every single hour, guaranteed. Because you just play the odds. You play smart. You know, you might get unlucky occasionally, yeah. but you if you play do, it the right yeah. way, you won't yeah. over time. And I had to make the decision consciously. I was like, it will affect my mental health. Like, oh, it will. Yeah. And because that's just who I was as a person. Like, I had that sort of addictive personality where yep. um, sometimes my body would just be like, nah, just fucking send it. Why not? Yep. And then you lose and then you're sad. So I made the decision. I would, I would get migraines while playing because you're Jeez. you're so hyper-focused and stressed and the casino pumps like oxygen into the room and the lights are like bright and anyways. So yeah, um, I had to quit that. I, I made an Iron Man to get away from staking at one point. Um, I got cleaned probably <laughs> multiple times on RuneScape 2 at the arena. Like I remember I would do the double up method, the classic... Stake one mil if you lose. Stake two mil if you lose. Stake four, um, and like <laughs> it, it I never was... fails. That is like the yeah that never fails, right? Until right. you lose seventeen <laughs> right. in a row, which is yeah. exactly what I did. So yeah, like I it I only works if you have unlimited money. Yeah. Unlimited. And that's literally why you go to a casino table. You'll see like minimum bet five dollars, maximum five hundred, and that caps you to like eight double ups or like six double ups yeah. i don't know off the top of my head something like that so um yeah like just the people who are addicted to what, what i'm getting at thesis uh final statement conclusion is like people who have that personality of being addicted to gambling i think they'll just find another avenue yeah. um, some of them it'll help them just in their runescape like if they're addicted to runescape but wanted to get rich quickly it'll help them yeah but when you stake and you make a bunch of money now doing raids for three million hours is not fun. Yeah. So Yeah, I think the majority of I think the majority of people, unless they were the ones at like the sand casino doing odds and stuff and having like their fucking bots sit there and do that kind of shit. Like yeah. um I think the majority of people are actually really happy this is a this is this has happened. Like yeah, even like strong majority. Yeah, like a lot of people were already happy that it's out of the game and they didn't even participate in it. But so many people do participate in the dual arena that like even they're happy it's gone. So yeah, yeah game was just fucking awful. Honestly, like um, <laughs> I definitely got into poker for a little bit. I was never like crazy good, but I got into it with my friends in high school. <clears throat> I never like I actually lived in Vegas, but I wasn't twenty one yet, so. I couldn't play. That would have been really dangerous, actually, if I could have been. But yeah, no gambling. Uh, just firsthand, I've seen. Well, I've seen one of my uh, friends just fucking lose his mind over gambling and start turning into a shitty person and like stealing and lying and shit because of it. When you start losing yeah. money, you have to you, like you go to desperate ends yeah. to like cover it up. No, it definitely gives you a reason to. And yeah. like in the in the duel arena in game, like if you don't have the reason to, you know, skull trick or PK, like it's just they go hand in hand. Like you, 
a lot of the stakers would be people who would like stake, get cleaned, and then go straight back to the duel or, or straight back to the wilderness and like try and either skull trick someone for their money back or like mm-hmm. you know lure someone or I don't know. Like there was a lot of that where it's just like the same personality or person, or go to your fucking would... friends list and lie to them saying like hey, I need a loan or some shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, bad. it's the same thing like what you're saying in real life. That's why I, I kind of think like the people who are already um, addicted like it won't fix them. They genuinely get help (laughs) in real life. If you have like a gambling addiction or any addiction you want help with, like there are people that will help you with that. Yeah. Um, and not just removing the jewelry and won't fix people. I don't know. Yeah. Definitely makes the game a better place though. Definitely. Okay. I can't even remember what question we were on. We were on. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, I think we talked about, yeah, so get some cookies. Question was, what do you think about the current state of old school RuneScape? That's what we covered. <laughs> okay, we covered that part of the question. Um, how do you feel about next, was, or how do you feel yeah. about just anything coming from RS3 over here? Is I think that it's good for fine. the game, or is yeah, know? I think it's fine. I think it's good to have like a a little bit um, because there were some fun updates. There were some fun things, and like, and clearly you, you there's more attached to it too. Yeah, yeah. You definitely have to have that balance of, like, don't just bring the game over here uh, or, like, put the same rewards. Like, if people enjoyed things, like, uh, I'll, you know, Dungeoneering, I enjoyed that. It was fun. Like, if anybody actually got into Dungeoneering, like, it was miserable at first because there was no guides, really, and there was no, like, you know, efficient, like, how do I get to level 80? Level 80 is when you get Chaotix, and that was, like, the reason to do Dungeoneering was to get those Chaotix. But when you... When you actually like did dungeoneering at the high level, you realize that it's a really, really intricate and like smart puzzle raid. It was just a skilling raid with some combat in it. Like I wouldn't mind seeing that. Like I think the gauntlet is like dungeoneering light with solo only. Like dungeoneering could have been such a it could have sorry, uh, gauntlet could have been dungeoneering or you know maybe they'll bring dungeoneering over they just they should take the ideas from runescape 3 for adding s- soul wars in like that's a mini game like sure whatever people want to play it they can if they don't people they don't thought they wanted to play it <laughs> yes true <laughs> that's what i'm scared i'm i'm gonna be honest i'm a little scared about next being the same sort of thing but i think next and rs3 is still very heavily camped and enjoyed which makes me think yeah. it won't be the same thing, but I uh, I get nervous of people's nostalgia, like them being very emotional about an update where it's like, okay, is this actually going to be fun? Or is this just mm-hmm. your 13-year-old brain like, <laughs> coming to the surface? Oh, for sure. Um, I've watched back a couple videos of Next, but I barely remember how it works. Um, and I think they just really need to, you know, put some, some old school mechanics Maybe some new mechanics. I don't want it to be like day one and and just everyone knows that was nightmare. Super easy. That was fucking nightmare. That's why I'm scared. But I still like first first Casey. First Casey nightmare. I go in and I I get the kill. I don't die. I'm like okay. That was that was great. Yeah, that was easy. Silly. It was stupid. Yeah. Tob, however, that was like was it uh, two days before someone got a completion? Yeah. Yeah. When I'm like Inferno as well. Yeah, Inferno. Man, that was so fun. Such fucking good updates, both of those. Yeah, like we need we need more of that, but it's hard to like hit a home run every time. And it's brave that that's what Raids Three is. Yeah, and it's way harder if it's a massive thing. Yeah, because in my 
I like my idea of a, like a perfect boss or something like that is like no scaling. I don't mm. really like scaling at all because it makes every team size the exact same fight. Yep. I like it when you can bring in more people, you just do more damage and you fucking kill it. Like that's, you know, you bring more people and it's a different fight. It's kind of like corp. You go yep, and fucking mass it, you can kill in two seconds. doesn't matter. Like, I kind of like I definitely, that. I love corp. Uh, like corp massing is like nostalgic. Yeah. It's, it's good. Like it's, you know, technically pretty much the same money per hour. Like, yeah, like there's a downside to it, and like they didn't understand that with Nightmare. Nightmare, every single fucking team size besides like going lower than five, like five through eighty is the exact same fight because it just yeah. extends the HP and everything. It's like what? Like there's no variance. Like this is so goddamn boring. I mm-hmm. like it. Like imagine eighty man original Nightmare. You would just it had the same HP as a five man, so you literally <laughs> could just go in there and fuck it up, and it's just. But it wouldn't be worth it because the transitions alone and the wake-up timer just wouldn't yeah. deem it worth it. But there would be eventually some meta, probably like a 10-man or something, that would be like the best it's, or something. It's completely just how they designed the boss. Like, it's just fundamentally doesn't work for yeah. team sizes bigger. We'll like see about should, next. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little... I'm, I'm fucking pumped, first of all. I'm so excited. Yeah. Are you Yo, excited? It's literally, like it's like a week. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, did, it's so close. I didn't take the day off work. Like I work a full time job, and then I stream in the extra time. Um, it's literally next week. That's insane. Yeah, week. It feels like two weeks away. It's literally next yeah. week. Oh my god. Yeah, so I didn't take the day off. So I'm just gonna be like that Squidward meme of him watching SpongeBob <laughs> and Patrick. You know, can uh, your editor's name is Jeffrey, right? Jeffrey, can you throw up uh, that picture up on screen for us there? Thanks. Um, perfect yeah yeah that that meme right there that you okay you found it that's perfect and that's gonna be me just watching like all the streamers playing and then after after work i'll I'll, you know probably no life it but yeah are you taking any days off or are you just gonna be this week off so um no so i'm getting married this summer um very congratulations what a lot of people think is my sister we got a question on that by the way yeah, she's okay. Well, I'll, I won't spoil it, but um, yeah, so I'll be getting married uh, in June, provided uh, COVID is you know it's safe to do so. Uh, anyways, we're getting ravaged by uh, Optimus Primacron right now, so and if that happens, then yeah, like I'm saving my days off for that. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, but so, then again, I, you could save your days off for next, you know. I could like wedding yeah. or next, you know, like that's like the biggest. Well, just thing. think on an average day, you sleep eight hours and you play RuneScape for sixteen. So I could work eight hours and play RuneScape for sixteen, and then just take a bunch of, uh, you know, like Tylenol with drugs. Uh, yeah, what Drogas. is it called? Tylenol with Tylenol Ultra. Okay, so I had a friggin', um, I had a filling, like a tooth filling, replaced. Apparently, every ten years you kind of want to like replace the fillings they're starting to deteriorate a little bit nah are you but, serious yeah i got so, like three fillings is that like a thing i need to do god damn it i don't three have bro i went to the dentist when i was like 14 yeah. after having drank mountain dew and brushing my teeth with mountain dew and sprite and like anything i get my hands on swishing around I was just coca-cola like, in your mouth just exactly teeth, runescape just and fucking pop that was my you know ages like 10 to 14 going to the dentist and they're like bro you have uh, 17 cavities and i'm not kidding i had 17 fucking cavities real talk I had one, 17 
had basically a cavity between oh, every single dude. tooth. So it wasn't on the top of the tooth, like the surface yeah. where you eat. It's like in, it in was the between. crevices. Yeah. Yeah. Like the dentist asked, like, when's the last time you floss? And I was like, bro, you were there what's, what's six a months floss? ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, what's a floss? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, uh, that was fun. Uh, so they're replacing a couple of those cavities. I basically uh, needed a root canal. I was in excruciating pain for like two weeks Jeez. waiting for the root canal surgery. Um, and while that was happening there, like, yeah, take some time. I go to the store and I see these Tylenol ultra strength and I'm like, fuck yeah, that'll help. So I'm taking those. I didn't know that ultra strength Tylenol, like it's new to where I am. Like I've never seen it before. Yeah. It, it just has like four cups of coffee worth of caffeine, caffeine per pill. And I was taking two every four hours. I didn't sleep for two weeks and it took me like a little bit to realize. I was God. like, what is going on? Like, why am I wide awake? I need to sleep. And it was these fucking caffeine pills that I was taking. I don't drink coffee or tea. I don't drink alcohol. Like I'm this weird, like straight arrow, like, you know, water, juice, maybe a little bit of pop to yeah. treat myself. Like, I guess my history of having so many cavities from pop kind of like strayed away from it a bit. Wow. Um, so having... Like, that's not normal. Like, having four cups of coffee after having, like, none for fucking five years, like, it was, I was wired. So, yeah. I mean, I'll just take that for next release, you know, just have, like, a few Tylenols, ultra strength, and I'll be awake for a week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm fucking pumped, though. Like, the, the coolest thing, especially being, like, an Iron Man, is you get to go there, and it's not about the money. I think that I like there's benefits to both, you know, being a main somewhere and just relying on the GP per hour. Like, okay, this is the new best GP per hour in the game right now. Let's fucking farm yeah. it. But then there's like the really cool thing of being an Iron Man where it doesn't matter about money. That's the last thing on your mind. You just care about these fucking upgrades. And yeah. anything you get is fucking dope. And. Like, you're not worried about using the armor because, like, a lot of mains would be like, oh, I need to make money so I can't actually use the new shit because it's going to dip in price. And I feel like Iron Man just just, just got to get so good. I don't know. I'm so fucking pumped to just see what my luck is as well. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be, like, happy? Okay, that's a stupid question. Would you Ask be happy it. to, like, get a piece of Torva, like, day one? Or do you kind of oh. want to, like... Nah, Grind dude, I'd, that shit. I'd be so pumped to just spoon that place. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Just, I mean, I'm currently over four times rate of a sigil. Yeah, and I have yeah, just I saw been, that. It's just gross. I've been going dry everywhere recently. Like, mm. I haven't really gotten good luck in a long time. So I'm really hoping that next is just gonna be my like lucky spot. I don't know if it will be. Just imagine getting Torva early. Like, within a week, you got full Torva just walking around like a fucking beast. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it'd be fun because you're a beast. But then it's like, oh, well, now I'm done next. Like, okay, waiting for the next update. Like, <laughs> as an Iron Man, you don't go back, right? There's nothing else to it. it, it just so. pet. Yeah, like, I would probably yeah. go for, like, completion if it's as, really fun. But As an Iron Man, like, you kind of want to go drop rate, like, it on everything. Okay, here's the other thing. It really depends on what its normal drops are. Like, Nightmare on release, the, that was the last place you ever wanted to go dry because you yeah, were getting sure. nothing on top of going dry. Yep. So, if it has, like, a really good normal drop table, I'm going to be honest, as unhealthy as that is for the game, generous mm -hmm. drop tables, it's really fucking addicting on release. Well, think if it's if it's dropping like alkables, 
and people are dying a lot and paying to get their items back, like it balances out, right? So like that's fine to me. If it's dropping some like herblore supplies and you're using a shitload of potions, like yeah. it's fine. I um, want I want some fucking air orb noted air orb drops. <laughs> yo, please. I want, yeah. I want that and I want uh shit, what's the other drop? It's like some other thing I really want that's just really useful that's really tedious to get. Oh, blue dragon scales. That's it. Blue oh dragon God, scales yeah, and, feel... and and air air orbs. <laughs> Give me those. Yeah. Yeah, there's gotta be um I honestly think, like, there's still a lot of gaps in the game, like, um, rewards from stuff, like, okay, for example, best in slot range weapon for my group Iron Man team, we don't have a blowpipe yet, because I'm kind of, we're putting it off, and we're actually pretty close, we're trying to get a Ring of Suffering first, and then maybe a deck scroll before doing Zalra, because it's so much better, but we're, like, best weapon for us for range is Magic Shortbow. And the DPS on it is, like, 4 DPS. You get a blowpipe, and now it's 8. Like, why is there nothing between yep. those two? There's so many gaps like that. And, like, I love the idea for range. Another idea that I kind of, you know, cooked up in my weird-ass brain of mine it was Seracnus, but, like, for range. Like, it's that mid-level boss. Yep. You know, it's fun for mains, for clue scrolls. Um, it's got a pet. You know, this, the cudgel is better than a hasta on crush because you can use aggressive. Um, and yep. so it's like this weird little niche where it's like before a bludgeon, but better than a hasta. Like it, it yeah, like sort of like that, that Abby dagger, for melee. kind of. Yeah, exactly. But for for range, like something between magic short bow and blowpipe. Yeah. As well as mage like Ivan's blast and then trident. It's like there's a, it's a pretty big gap. I know at lower mage levels it's not as big of a gap, but and Dude. you know, a cult necklace on an Iron Man. You need 93 slayer. Yeah. And then you get 10% magic. Like just give us something at like 83 that gives you 5. Like fuck, let's yeah. go. Now the I think there's some general... gaps that they could fill in and it would have been really good to fill those in before group Iron Man because then you have just like a linear account progression where it's not like no magic damage increase, and then all of a sudden you get a cult and, and a torment bracelet at the same time, yeah. and now you've you're basically doubling your DPS somehow. Like I don't know. Yeah, I will say there's so many balances that would need to be made because, like, right now it's like we almost have to just kind of accept certain things. Like I don't know. There's just always there. There's like a perfect way to balance things, but it, it could never happen because it's too foreign. Mm. It would change the game so dramatically, yep. but it would yeah, really make the game just super fucking balanced and stuff. Like, it's just uh, yeah. like one of them is reworking how standard spells work. The fact that you have to have a fucking tome to do fifty percent more goddamn <laughs> damage with it's just like the harm staff is completely fucking useless unless you have that fifty goddamn percent boost. Like, yeah. oh my. god dear lord like what the fuck is this balancing but yeah that's what i'm saying like what if what if they had a a tome of fire that is 25 percent or like 40 percent, and then you have one that's 50 percent that you can get like 40 percent one you can get in 10 hours and the 50 is 100 hours that's like, exactly what i'm talking about is you have to do these stupid arbitrary changes because you can't have the full rebalance you always got to mm -hmm. change like these like, oh, we just got to get 40. It's like, dude, I would want a tome that's like 5%. And then the actual spell itself with everything, like, is actually the bulk of the oh, damage. Yeah. And spells actually are, like, balanced. So 
air and fire can do similar damage, but it, like it, there's monster weaknesses and shit. The other thing I was a huge fan of that could never happen. Again, all these things that I'm listening are just like can't happen because the community would have a fucking fit and only like the nerdiest of nerds would appreciate the balance made. But like even when they were mentioning la- or just earlier this year before the whole rebalance happened, they were saying like, what if range had three styles blunt yeah. piercing and like a magic type like, oh, oh, yeah. my God, I'd fucking love that. But, you know. Way too much they work. Could, uh, it probably ruin the game. Yeah, they could go either way with it, where you've got like, um, like melee could be one skill, <laughs> the defense could be one skill, like range mage. You, you could have different. Ma- you could go the other way, where you have like a hundred skills in RuneScape, where you're breaking out like, you know, those those skills that are heavy with things like crafting. You could have that, so it's like there's a skill for gem cutting. There's a skill for like this. There's a skill for that. Oh yeah. Like the game has so much potential for weird shit like that, and. As much as, like, when they announced Leagues a couple years ago, I was like, what is this garbage? Like, get this out of my face. It's a good idea. Like, you know, you can just try some fun things and, like, let people enjoy it for a bit, but then get back to real RuneScape after that. Yeah. Like, imagine there's a League where they literally just add in, like, 70 more skills. (laughs) Like, that'd be insane. But the problem is people would either enjoy it too much and ask for them in the game, or they just would be like, no, we're not playing that. You just spent four years dev time on it. Um... I was going to mention something about clue scrolls, but first I'll just briefly say for equipment rebalancing, I think that one of the biggest things that could really help with balancing is giving shields and armor legitimate damage reduction. I know that's mm-hmm. never been a thing in RuneScape, but that would be so fucking good. Like, So it, it was in RuneScape too, like right before EOC. Really? Like they added... You would hit someone, and it would show your damage splat, and right below it would show a, like, blue damage splat with a little shield icon, and it was like they soaked, like, 124 damage, and you hit 826. Oh, okay. And you would look at your stats, like, you'd put on different pieces of armor had different, like, damage soaking stats. Um, So they definitely had that. I didn't like it, but maybe it was just... I just think that kind of shit's kind of essential, especially when you're comparing, like, some people are always like, oh, you know, there's Bofa and Blowpipe, things that are one-handed range weapons, Mm -hmm. but, like, they have a downside that there can't be, like, like an offhand, like a a shield or something. But shields are fucking useless in the first place, besides a buckler, because it's damaged. Like, the, the best defense is offense. It would be really cool if the best defense was truly fucking defense, like, actual damage reduction. So... It's funny yeah, how, like, they actually so. came out with an item that does have damage reduction, but then they, like, removed it in every possible situation where it could be used. The the bulwark, you know? <laughs> like, you can only have the damage reduction if you're using on defensive and never attacking. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. The bulwarks, I, what do you think? How many more times are they going to change how that thing works in the next two years? Dude, I don't know, but I really like what it is now with PVM. I think it's fucking awesome. You get more strength the more defense you have. Yeah. That's so it's cool. It's an interesting idea. That's so cool, dude. It's actually really fun to use, too, and it just feels more fluid because it's five tick instead of seven. Bro. Have you done – I know you're kind of like – I mean, I've been watching you sprint full speed back and forth between the anvil and the bank. Like, you haven't missed a tick. Oh, I've um, missed plenty of ticks. In fact, I've – No, I, no, no. You haven't. I, I, I oh, promise. Thank you. Um, thank you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, 
have you done the Seractus method where you just sit there with auto retaliate on? No. Full work. No, no, no. Full like No? Okay. Nah, it's I think it's, that's hilarious. It's too shitty. It just really it is, is too yeah. shitty. That's what I was saying. It's too efficient. You you're over here like like sweating from it, the amount that you're it, running these like, bars it, back and forth. It's like the equivalent of going to like demonic or I don't know if you've ever killed tortured gorillas. First of all, they're garbage. Nobody ever kills them anyway. But it's like <laughs> that would be like the equivalent in my head of like instead of doing demonics where you're sweating, go to tortured gorillas with a fucking bulwark and full justice shirt and just like sit there. Like that's just oh my god like that'd be cool for like five seconds and i'd be like all right this is yeah stupid yeah i've seen that method an idea that i've had and like we could i i'm happy to talk about the shield idea like it's cool like you can put a shield on and take it off like in between attacks but like that's kind of weird um what if there was like you know you've got your attack styles where you can switch between aggressive you know accurate whatever yeah there's like that but for shields where you can like you know switch the shield into like you know defensive mode just for like a hit so like it adds another layer to pvming or PKing. i don't know again not a very yeah thought out idea but yeah i even think um like another thing that just needs to be completely rebalanced is attack like accurate um aggressive and defensive styles where like with ranged rapid you will always use because it's genuinely just like a 25 percent damage buff like yeah. or more is it <laughs> it's so like... it's, it's the same with range it just gives you plus three accuracy or doesn't it or just plus three range levels uh wait for for accurate or for yeah if you go on accurate with a bow yeah, does it just like give you plus three, three range levels I, I think it would be range levels i'm probably wrong i mean i might be wrong i, I think that's how it goes is it definitely increases max hit so accurate does? yeah like what if yeah doesn't it really okay then it has to be plus three range levels yeah like, that's gotta like, be what it, it is then increases your max hit in like in certain scenarios but okay so think of if that was like your um the prayer that you recommended earlier where it's like literally 30 percent more accurate but one yeah that's lower. exactly what it would need to be something crazy that actually competes with rapid same thing yeah, with so defensive you're... defensive would have to be like if you're on defensive you're getting like 25 fucking like percent d like damage reduction or something insane just to make it worth it because it's never worth it i mean clearly that would be completely busted what i the example i just gave but something Hmm. that actually makes it worth it who knows maybe defensive would just be i don't know dude the (laughs) speeding things up by a tick is just absolutely insane and so it's just you can't fucking beat that i don't know yeah no, for it, it has to just be like you know. This is what your range weapon by default is on. But if you want to like KO a monster, you do this and put it on accurate, and you're you know gonna hit so to KO something. What if this? Like, what if they were to change it so all styles do attack the same speed, but with there would be like instead of rapid, it wouldn't even be called rapid. It'd just be aggressive, accurate, and defensive. Yeah. So like Why everything's not? the same speed, but you're actually getting you know maybe another max hit or a a decent chunk of accuracy that's actually noticeable or a decent chunk mm-hmm. of defense i think that'd be awesome i'm all for it i it's again it's like we need to like restart runescape and <laughs> start that's with these the ideas thing it's the like game. there's so many things that would make the game so foreign that none of this can really ever happen but no. i'm glad they've made some attempts with little rebalancing here and there for sure yeah. um so yeah like 
an idea that I had for the Elder Mall at one point, and I don't think it's groundbreaking or it's not like a, an idea that no one else has thought of, was you put a little spec bar on the Elder Mall, maybe it is an attachment to it or you know, whatever. And when you use the spec on the Elder Mall, you're just you're guaranteed to hit 30 damage. And it's like between 30 and your max. Doesn't increase your max hit. That wouldn't break PKing because you're not going to KO someone with a 30. Um, and But, you know, you go to, like, Maiden and you put on your Crystal Halberd at the end of the kill and you, you go and, oh, we didn't hit high enough and now we have to reset. Like, with this, it'd be like, you know, again, 30 is a random number, but just guaranteed to hit a KO. That could be something kind of interesting. That's yeah, what, there would the there would definitely be some detriments to that, but I see oh, where you're sure. going. I I see what you're going for. Just imagine it was you hit reduce. thirty damage, but it uses like ten percent of your spec bar. <laughs> you just keep doing it, but it's worse DPS still because it's a fucking elder mall, not a scythe. Anyways, yeah, I don't no, know the numbers. I don't know what makes it work, but yeah, yeah. No, there's a bunch of different things. I think uh, re- reducing RNG as much as possible is generally a good thing. Um, even with PKing, I know, like I was listening to West Ham, I was in his stream yesterday and just, maybe it was this morning. He was just talking about like PKing is fucking ruined now. Well, he was in a joking way because of the PVP tracker that literally tells you who actually deserved to win. Mm. Like that kind of shit's a thing now. And so like, he just fucking hates it. Cause if he wins and then he checks the tracker and the other guy actually won, he just feels like shit. But then if like. You know, he loses and he did more of it. It's like, well, I fucking should have won. It's just like, it's just like, so, it'd be cool if PK got a lot less RNG to it, but I understand the appeal yeah. of having that RNG and having that excitement of a big hit randomly. I think like they've done PVP tournaments where, you know, that you, you know, you see what was it? Yeah. Anyways, they did PVP tournaments in the past where it's like, um, you know, this person won two out of three fights and they move on. Wasn't it like Mr. Mammal beat someone at that all-stars tournament that he should not have beaten oh i have no idea and it was straight up rng anyways <laughs> what if you know if if pking tournaments if they you know tried to turn that into an esport to get people into the game you know have a really good marketing team get that shit out there where you just you straight up have judges at the end like that's not foreign to professional sports True. and stuff where you you have a judge and you'd say all right we're looking at the pvp tracker like yeah like Bodhi did win, but like, you know, Odeblock demolished him and Bodhi got a lucky 73 AGS come right at the end. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, that could be kind of cool. Judges. That could be cool. Like you have like, you do best, uh, you know, best of seven and then you see uh, who actually won and then the, the judges vote. You got five judges. So it's, you know, it's going to be three to two or four to one or five, nothing like that sounds fucking yeah. sick. Having judges would actually be really cool. And then you could get their take on it as well. To remind yeah. me of like American yeah. Idol, where they just fucking talk to you afterward about like what you did good. <laughs> Shit, just... absolutely. And it would you be PKers that are that. judges, so it's like actual opinions you value, not just from randoms. You could add that into like, like PVM tournaments somehow. Like you watch someone do a Zuck speed run or like a, a an Infernal Cape speed run, where like yeah, the time at the end of it says one thing, but like if you watch and you're like, yeah, he was like switching way quicker than the other guy who was who got a better time like i don't know it's just like here's spitballing ideas here's again the, here's the cool thing we have still yet to see a pvm encounter that is truly just like an enraged mechanic uh thing 
that has yeah. unlimited waves or like a wave based thing. Like imagine the Inferno oh my God. just kept going. Like imagine past wave sixty uh six with yeah. with, with the double majors. Imagine yeah. at that point you have another set of like those six uh nibblers that spawn and then there's another fucking monster. So you have to go through all the waves again. So like mm. that would have to equal up to doesn't it just double? So would that be a hundred and fucking thirty yeah, 73, I think. Yeah, 173. There we go. No, no I, I think it would double. But, um, like, imagine there was, like, a new monster and it just kept fucking going, like, just nonstop waves to see. That would be cool if it just endlessly wins. And then there truly <laughs> is, like, who has the best high score with a never-ending wave-based thing. That would take forever, though. Maybe that would be a bit So, <laughs> that was... I, I did make some, some small notes before coming on, like, ideas that I've pitched in the past or, okay. like, I've talked about on stream, stuff like that. One of my ideas is, like, I think one of the most nostalgic pieces of content for me and for a lot of people is Barrows. Um, I used to do that shit when I was, like, you know, it's, like, 2006, and I'm, like, you're going, like, any Barrows piece, you just made bank. Like, it was so fun, and I still enjoy it. Um, that's what I wanted is, like, you go into this new Barrows encounter. You don't even need rewards. Like, you don't even need to reward the people for doing it. It's just, like, fun, where it starts off wave one, you've got, like, dh that's it wave two is dh and carol wave three is dh carol and guffin all, all three spawn at the same time they all spawn at the same time okay yeah and like you know you're maybe running around trying to kite the meleeers while taking out the whatever's and ice barrage and but like yeah you've got six brothers after the sixth one it restarts you've got two dh and one carol two dh and two carol to like it just keeps going forever like same idea with the fight like you know inferno yeah. I think that'd be crazy. You're just looking at someone's stream. They're like trying to blood barrage and like <laughs> run away from fucking a million things. Yeah. Um. It's it's just like uh, Call of Duty zombies. I don't know if you've played Call of Duty. Yeah, or... I have. I've played. It, yeah. Black Ops, the original like Black Ops zombies one. Yeah. So that one, it, it, Kino. What is it? Kino der Toten was the map or something. Do you? I can't. Remember, I can't remember the that? maps because okay, I didn't yeah. own Black Ops. I played it at my friend's gotcha. house. I had, mo- I, had mo- I had I had Modern Warfare two though that I owned. Yeah. So there was that, like that idea, like what if it's like a mini game, basically a Barrows mini game or anything. You don't need to use Barrows Brothers, but I just thought it'd be cool. Um, where, yeah, you spawn in and like you got to make yourself quickly some blood runes if you want to use Blood Barrage or like you, you're like, all right, I've, you know, killed four things. I've got enough money to buy this weapon. So I'm going to buy that. But it only has a thousand hits or a hundred hits, like just straight up zombies, but in, in RuneScape. Yeah. No, I I've always thought of like a really cool mini game that's group based. So you'd have like four players max or something, mm. and it would almost be similar to like an LMS map where you just got like some shitty map, and mm. you build your little base like you reinforce your base kind of. But then there's zombies that come, and there's like three different styles of them. They can have mage zombies, range zombies, and it's like yeah, it's just wave based. So you see how much <laughs> see how far you go before it's just exactly. overwhelming. No, you're in the chat, and you're like, holy shit. Uh, Jad is at my base here. Like, can someone, everyone come <laughs> northwest quick? Like, holy shit. Jad, what are you doing here? Like, yeah. um, so that, that brings me into a, another friggin' idea. Like, again, million ideas. Yeah. Of I, updates, I, whatever. you know what? Real, real quick, just to pause. I fucking love players, people that really have passion for the game and think of ideas to, like, introduced to the game like something that's mm-hmm. actually original and new i think it's awesome so i'm loving this go for it absolutely um 
I think the most underloved, like least updated skill that has so much potential is construction. And I'll start small with it is we should be able to build like bridges as shortcuts to places, or we should be able to like, you know, build little houses that can be a bank or something like that. Anyways, that's, that's like little things sick. like that. The bridges is fucking cool. And uh, yeah. I, I would say, I would like, say, not like walk up, walk up and right click a hot spot and it uses eight mahogany planks and you're done. No, like fucking. Give me like a two hour thing where you're like running back and forth from the bank, like building the shortcut that's there forever now. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like that's fucking that. genius. And it's not like you're having to build it and replace it, build it, replace it, build it, replace it. Like it genuinely takes a shit ton of resources that you're constantly going to. Yeah, yeah. a shitload of resources. Like you got to like collect stuff. Maybe you have to hire a crew to help build it with you. And like you got Bruh, NPCs that are fucking chongling away at like just slapping nails into these boards and shit like that. Um, that would be like, you know, easy, small construction update. But what I want is like fucking let's go play our own kingdoms. I don't know if that's a thing in RS3. I think someone mentioned there's something similar, but you know, we've got player owned houses where it's like, you know, how many rooms can you have? And they're all square. But like, what if you, you literally have like a, you know, 10,000 by 10,000 area and you can put everything, you can make a village like Prif where you've got, you can put trees, you can put, um, you know, maybe like a maximum of X amount of like farming patches or stuff like that. And then it's kind of like Kingdom of Miscellanea where you can hire people to collect the resources to like fund the kingdom. You know, people could live in their fucking kingdoms for like a lot of time on end. But the idea that, you know, brought this back to my brain was you were saying like build a little base and like protect it is like, there could be, I know weeklies and dailies are kind of monka, but yeah. you have, uh, you could have like every week, you know, people come and attack your castle, and then you've got a week to like build it up for the next reinforce, like next week again. Yeah. Could be a construction skill, could just be a mini game, could be a weird skilling raid. I don't know. I, I think skilling raids would be dope. I am really obsessed with the, uh, the whole bridges and potentially building your own <laughs> bank chests, like in certain hotspot areas, like that exactly makes sense. Places where it's lacking, don't just put a bank there. Make us work for it. Yeah, I think that's fucking sick. I'm already thinking. Just in conjunction, you would have a construction skill, and like while you're building it, or even like maybe the minute, maybe just the passing of it gives agility XP or some shit. I don't know why that would be the case if you're building something to mm-hmm. give agility XP, but like. Bro, yeah, I mean that's genius. Maybe it gives you like a like a twenty k speed drop in agility once you've done it once. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I think that's so cool though. Little ho- it, it would it just reminds you of stash units. Like stash units were awesome. Great little update. Yeah, something yeah. like that where it actually goes around the world and they're inconspicuous initially. Like you'd have like a broken bridge that you can't cross until you like fix it. It's like boom. Yeah. No, for sure. That'd be. It'd be sweet for a lot of a lot of areas that were like, yo, this is kind of AIDS. Prif is the worst. Like hunting crystal implings is like I want to pull my hair out. The way that you path around this place, like it's bad. There's so many like the actual side, like, You go to click to go on the other side of a tree, and you have to run for thirty seconds to get around. It's it. so bad by the maid shop. Like yeah, if there's one exactly. Yeah, it's it's horrible. So you know, let us use wood cutting to chop a tree down there, and then. 
yeah permanently and then maybe construction to build a little spot there or like i don't know Dude, I wonder how many resources it would take to make a game where, like, if you wanted to chop a tree permanently and, like, dig out the stump, then it's actually gone, like, forever for you. Like, that couldn't really work because it's multiplayer and you'd see people walking through trees on your end, but, like... Yeah, so that's what I was saying, like, RuneScape, I think it'll eventually come to that, like, no more updates, like, you can just, you know, maybe buy or, you know, pay or whatever to get your own private server. And you can just do shit like that. Yeah. Where it's like, you can just delete a tree that you don't like in that spot. And it's just, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is in your server the game now. Would like, get, it's just this like, huge, like, people could play that for fucking years, yeah. man. Just I like mean, having your own private server that maybe you could have your whole clan of 100 people on that server. And like, you've got your own rules. You've got your own skill XP rates, like shit like that. I don't know. I, I couldn't to. do it, honestly. Yeah. I, I think I need the just standardized, like, controlled game from the company to really enjoy it as soon as there's but a I private think, server yeah, for sure. any any potential to edit it it's like it would be fun for content creation and that's like yep it's kind of it but for i think personally. it's good for people who are new to the game though true i think that could be what it is like you'd be like hey do you guys want to like start up a runescape server together it's like yeah let's do it and then you just like have this server with your friends that you go to again i'm not like looking forward to this <laughs> i just think that's what it'll come to yeah yeah okay um i see a question here from groovy pvm he asks where are you from and what were your hobbies growing up outside of runescape kind of covered it a little bit but like get back yeah. into it well i mean uh fucking born in the great white north you know like my dad was a moose and uh my mom was a polar bear and they fucking you know they were in the igloo right and they they kind of banged a little bit so um i popped out of my dad's uterus into you know like some people are born into a bathtub of water when you're born at home yeah i was born into a fucking bucket of gravy you know for some poutine um my dad immediately was like fucking hey bud you gotta go play some hockey and i was like and he's like what i was like well i was just born right so i couldn't talk so and then he's like fuck okay you're five years old now bud go go to the odr which is outdoor rink by the way go play some fucking hockey and i went to the odr and fucking cross-checked some guy right in the chompers lost a bunch of his chiclets and you know after the game i was like sorry there bud you, you good bud he's like yeah no worries you want to go to tim hortons and grab a fucking double double or something and i was like yeah and fucking let's send it bud and then we went for a bit of a rip and uh you know we've had a fucking good time and um uh, yeah, so I'm from Canada. You know what? You know what people don't know about you that I just discovered before the the cast? Is that you are six foot fucking seven. I, I just had... No, I'm, I'm not. I, I was lying to you. I'm, I'm five foot three. You know what? I was about to get really upset with you if you were to actually say a normal number like <laughs> six foot one. I would just have been so pissed. But because you said five foot three, now I know you're, you were telling the truth okay. initially. Yeah, but, before before the podcast, he's just like, I just mentioned, I was like, yeah, I'm six seven, so like, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, what? He couldn't believe it. And he's like, are you joking? Because if I say on this on the podcast <laughs> that you're six seven, and then you reveal to me that you're lying, <laughs> I'm I'll be pissed. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I think it's... Uh, I am six foot seven, um, one 499th of a kilometer, uh, 204 centimeters. That you know? is insane, because I literally just had Puggin on last week, and he's six four, and he yeah. doesn't look... 6'4". He, yeah. You know, I wouldn't have thought he's 6'4 either. I wouldn't have thought you were fucking 6'7". Jesus. Like... Defy J is 6'7 as well. 
and and we were just thinking okay i was thinking i, know, I would have thought he's like five eight like he looks small like i just... know dude like fat clouds i don't know if you watch fat clouds he's six yeah. foot three coxie's like six yeah, foot three i'm like yeah. okay coxie literally looks five foot five okay yeah, not I, five, I, five i, I like would i would say five, coxie's five five for sure but sorry coxie love you that's insane because literally last cast i was saying who's the tallest in the category and we were like oh it must be defy jays six foot seven then all of a sudden you're saying you're six foot seven i'm like yeah bruh how many tall people are there i wouldn't have even expected that yeah but yeah you're apparently um you you played some sports and stuff because uh clearly you're tall but yeah i like as much runescape as i play and you know the knowledge and all that shit and whatever that i have um I like sports and music and magic. Like they all were pretty balanced. Like I, I'd like to think I'm pretty well-rounded. I wasn't just like go home and play RuneScape. Like the only thing that took a backseat was like school. Like I didn't give a shit about school whatsoever. Like high school, I was like, eh, I don't feel like doing my homework. I'll play RuneScape. And then like I would, so I'd get up in the morning and grade nine and 10. So when you're like 14 and 15, I was in the band playing trumpet. So I would get up for band practice, which was started at 6.30 a.m. And school started at 8 a.m. And I'd be at school. School ended at like, I think it was 2.30 or 2.15, which was pretty early, but it would end. And then I would have like volleyball practice from like 3 until 4.30. And then I would come home, eat something, and then go to like ice hockey like a game or a practice or something and that was a normal day for me and like between all that i would i would jump on runescape or i'd I'd come home and i'd like lose sleep i like instead of sleeping from like 10 p.m to 6 a.m i would just play runescape until midnight and then sleep less and do it all again but yeah i I straight up i was like in the band playing music i took piano lessons from age three to 14 so like you know i could i could tinkle the ivories pretty decently um and then, yeah, volleyball, hockey. Hockey's, like, my main passion for sports now. Like, volleyball was there until I got demolished in hockey and separated my shoulder, and it's never going to be the same. Oh. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, so I, I gave up volleyball a little bit. I'll still play in the summer with friends on the beach. Like yeah. we, my friends and I, we own a net and we'll just go put up the net at the beach. And I mean, I do live in fucking Canada, but, but it does get pretty hot here. So, um, that's one thing that some people, uh, don't know about Canada is, and I'll, I'm going to rip open a, a converter here. Um, we go from negative 40 degrees Celsius, which is actually also negative 40 Fahrenheit in the winter um celsius to fahrenheit um yeah so negative 40 if that's where they meet they're both negative 40 at that i didn't so it goes from negative 40 to plus 40 which is 104 fahrenheit 
Sheesh. in my city, which is Ottawa uh, in Canada. Sheesh. So yeah, in the summer, it's like unbearable. You're too hot to do anything. Like is it's it just like this there? huge fluctuation. It's one of the hugest fluctuations in the world is uh, is where I live. So yeah, that sounds go, fucking go play a little bit of volleyball at the beach and, uh, you know, nice hot and then jump in the river afterwards. Like it's nice. Is it humid there or is it pretty dry? It is pretty humid. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, that's what makes it bad sometimes. Yeah, it would make had, it bad uh, for both. We had so much humidity here colder. this summer, like most recent summer, that you could you could literally see it. Like it was just foggy and like a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. It's crazy. God. And then we have forest fires, um, which are across the country. Like you live in the U.S., so pretty pretty big country. Yeah. Across, like on the like on the west coast, and I'm closer to the east coast. It is smoky, and you can taste and smell the smoke when you walk outside, and it's literally like 5,000 miles away, or however far away it is. It's crazy. Jesus. Um, so we've got some pretty whack uh, temperature and uh, climate changes up here, but that's why I would play volleyball in like the summer and hockey in the winter, um, and then music all year round. And then when I was in high school, I saw a magician live at a wedding like a close-up magician, not one that's on stage, like one that walks to your table and shows you card tricks whenever I saw that. And I was like fascinated. So I'd be sitting playing RuneScape with my right hand, my left hand. Um, some people use their left hand for other things, but for me, it was a deck of cards. <laughs> and I was just, you know, doing one-handed shuffles, one-handed cuts. And then I'd, you know, like practice a new card trick. You'd go on YouTube and learn stuff. And then got to the point that I was pretty good at it. Um, I went to, I found a magician at a costume shop around Halloween one year and just was like, Hey, like I'm also a magician. And like, he gave me his deck of cards and I showed him some stuff. He's like, you're, you're pretty good. Like, do you like hang out with the, the Ottawa group of magicians? You know, our city's like a million people. I was like, I have no idea. Like, is there, I thought I was the only magician in Ottawa. And they're like, no, no, no. Like (laughs) I'll add you this Facebook group. So I get added to this Facebook group and there's over a hundred magicians in it from the Ottawa area of a million people. And every Tuesday night we'd go to a restaurant, all the magicians, maybe you get like 15, 20 people showing up. We just have like the basement of this restaurant rented every, every week on a Tuesday night. And you're just showing card tricks to each other and like talking magic. And, you know, it takes the uh, pressure off of our girlfriends, wives, partners, whatever. So they don't have to listen to this nerdy magic talk and whatever. So have that was, you uh, ever watched yeah. Arrested Development, by the way? I actually haven't, no. Oh, my. I used to watch Netflix, like, all the time. Dude. And then I found Twitch, and now I have Twitch FOMO. So dude, I dude, can. dude. Okay, real talk. You have to watch Arrested Development. The fucking right. guy that's, like, trying to be a, mus- or, uh, a magician. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, his, name's, his name is Job, but it's pronounced with a G. Or it's spelled with a G. It's, like, G-O-B, and so everyone calls him Gob. Anyway, no, yeah. like, bro... I can't even explain. It. I can't do it justice at all. But you have to watch it because it's exactly your humor, and it's like a cult following kind of. And oh my god, dude, you would, you, okay. I will talk about it afterward. But you need to fucking watch <laughs> that shit. But what do you mean my humor? I'm I don't I don't like humor. I'm not big on that kind of scene. You know, I like to be just like straight, straight. You know what? Face, you know, listen. Anybody in the comments or listening right now, if you've ever watched Arrested Development, do you think that Flomple would absolutely fucking love it? Like, do you think like that would be his show? Because I, it's just, it would mesh with you so fucking well. Like, it would, it would literally be your favorite show if you watched it. 
Anyway, like the All first right, well, three. Only I'm watch gonna, the first I'll three seasons. I'll quit streaming and I'll watch it. And then once I'm done, I'll start streaming again. Yeah. Okay, well, here. Let's actually talk about your uh, streaming because, you know, you're talking about your hobbies. Yeah. And uh, when did uh, streaming eventually come to your mind? Um. Yeah, that was... So I started my official start date that I kind of set there was February 13th. So less than a year ago. Um, that was like, I, I dabbled in it two years ago when I was going for my first Infernal Cape. And I didn't really get into it. I don't know. It was, at the time, wasn't for me. I was trying to stream my first Infernal Cape. Like, it's stressful enough. Like, <laughs> I wasn't enjoying it. So... Um, was that it? And then, like, I'm actually curious, because, and I think people would like to hear, like, why yeah. did, why wasn't it the case? Was it just simply because it was the Inferno, or was it just not the time for you to invest time into streaming? I think I was, like, I felt the need to stream content. Like, no one's going to watch me unless I'm doing something interesting to watch. Okay. And at the time, I was like, well, Inferno, like, maybe I'll be able to pull in some viewers from that. And I never thought, like, of becoming a full-time streamer like i had a full-time job like mm -hmm. um you know and stuff like that so i think i was just doing it so friends and maybe some other random people could watch but um yeah really it was i was like doing the infernal cape attempts and it, it was at the point like i was working i would work and then i'd come home from work and spend some time with uh with carolyn my fiance um ex-girlfriend you know like um anyways that's that was a joke um and yeah, I was just like, I don't have time for, for this. Like when I'm doing Inferno, it's, I, I don't want to like go in and then leave. Um, how do I say this? And have to keep streaming. You, you need to like... do like a three hour straight kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe two hour and a half, two and a half hours, like to get your first cape. And I just like didn't have the time. Like my, my, my schedule at the time was not that, like it wasn't, I didn't have time for that straight kind of two and a half hours streaming, whatever. Okay. Um, so at the time, it just wasn't working for me. And then last year, uh, COVID, a lot of people lost their jobs. I was not happy where I was. So I left and knew that there would probably be some time before I got another job. Um, so I left my job. It's like a uh, year and a half ago. I had a full-time job for like two years and I, I wasn't liking it anymore. So uh, it was in the tech industry for those of you interested. Um, and yeah, so I, I quit my job and I had about five months without a job. And during that, um, I was like, it was Trailblazers. I, I fired up the live streams. Tasty was just starting streaming and YouTube videos and stuff. And there was a time like in February where he was streaming. And at the end, like I was in the Discord call with Tasty, like every day we were doing Tob, him and I, uh, maybe a couple of other people. And, and I got to the point, I was like, yo, like, you know, when you end your stream, you mind like passing me a raid? So I did. And that kind of got me that first you know, consistent 10 viewers, maybe 10, 15. Um, and then from that, it, it, you know, I just kept going with it. Eventually you, the people would come back to me uh, if I was online, maybe tasty if he was online. Then now it's just kind of like we have our own communities, his being absolutely massive. Um, <laughs> Insane but, uh, growth, by the way. Yeah, no, it's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so, I mean, I've known Tasty for a long time and we don't like game together anymore, or, like hang out like he, you know, it's, it's his full-time job. Like yeah. he doesn't have time for peasants like me. So, um, so yeah, like, um, I, I definitely used him like to piggyback a little bit into streaming. And then February 13th, like I had gotten, um, what's it called? Affiliate 
So I had a couple of subs coming in and I, I told Carolyn, I was like, look, like I'm not working. Do you mind if I do this? I'm going to go two till 7 PM every day for like this month. And I did. And by the end of it, it was like, I had like 200 subs. Like I was like, geez, this is, this is popping off. Like I can do this. Yeah. So we had like a little conversation, Carolyn and I, like, I definitely want to be respectful of, of, you know, we share a house together. Like, I don't want to be streaming all the time and not give you any attention or like, what do you think? So she's been like super supportive the whole time. And, um, we, we said like, yeah, like if you can make enough money from it to, to do it full time and you want to like, go for it. Yeah. Um, so I've just been, I've been enjoying doing my full-time job nine to five and then trying to keep consistent with like five nights a week. I can do like six till 10 PM. Um, there's no time for anything else in my life. Like that's yeah. just the whole day is just gone after that. So, so um, let me ask you a little bit about like the whole journey, I guess more of like what you think, like expectations and what's happened over this year of streaming or not mm. quite a year at this point, but just like for those getting into streaming, how have you seen it in the inside? Like I know me personally, just to give a little bit of insight before you answer, just like first starting streaming, it was just a grind, but it was always really fucking exciting. Like it was just like exciting to the point of like, I wanted to do it. I wanted to grind out eight hour streams, five days mm -hmm. a week at least. And I had that passion for it. It was just like burning up. It's like, I need to do this. And I'm like, you know, only <laughs> averaging a few viewers, but like you kind of have that big drive, like that motivate, like that crazy motivation, but then it kind of simmers off. So I, I wonder yeah. for you over this past year, what has it felt like internally for you? Definitely a lot of excitement to to turn on the stream and like uh, hang out with whoever's in the in the chat that day. Um, there's a lot of regulars. I mean, every streamer they're basically built off of those regulars yep. who are there all the time. They're mods, they're close friends and stuff like that. So you're always like excited, like, all right, I'm I'm excited to like do this. You know, I'm doing corp tonight, and I'm just gonna like chill at corp the entire night and have some have some laughs with whoever's there. Um, so I'm always excited for that. Like that's, that's what keeps you going is like, if you don't, if you don't stream one night, the next night you're like, Oh, I, I want to stream because I'm looking forward to catching up with everybody. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side of that, like, again, kind of expectations for a new streamer is like that will, you will get to the point where you're like, I need to take tonight off mentally. Yep. You know, it's for me, it's always like other things in life that have come up. Like I still have a full-time job like this fall working nine to five, it turned into working like eight to seven. Like it was long hours. My job was, uh, it's like, it just got really busy. Yep. Um, we're, you know, we're trying to hire more people and, and get stuff going for the, that actual job. But, um, with that, like, I just, I streamed less, like my schedule was there, but you couldn't keep up with it because you have real life responsibilities. And, um, it's just important to take care of yourself first, like the mental health aspect of it. I'm definitely a huge advocate for making sure people are staying healthy and happy. Mental health is honestly now more than ever extremely important to all of us just with the pandemic and, and everything. Uh, social media seems to impact a lot of people's mental health with just like what they, what they see on social media, what they think they should be. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it takes some time as an, as like a streamer, as a new streamer, I guess, to find your comfort zone, like, 
what you enjoy streaming, how many hours you enjoy streaming. Um, and you know, like just stuff like that, I guess. What, what is the biggest advice for a new streamer now that you've firsthand experienced it? What, what's like the biggest thing or another way to, uh, phrase it if you would like is just like, what would you have done differently? Um, I mean, I regret not starting earlier. <laughs> I think as a new streamer, and me with everything, I've said it before, even in this podcast, on like starting an Iron Man, I was like, ah, I missed the boat, you know? Yeah. RuneScape's been out so long, like, yeah, you can't really get into it now. The RuneScape community is so saturated with super talented and funny and interesting people. Like, you could be one of them. Like, <laughs> turn on the stream, do it. Do it for a, for a week. Do it for a month. Like, give yourself a timeline, like a goal where you're like, I'm not going to give this up until the end of this, you know, month that I do it consistently. Two to five every day. Maybe it's like 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Whatever you do, just like keep it consistent and see if you can build something out of it. And I guess the other advice is, I think, to be a, a successful streamer, if that's what you want, like you need to decide, do I want to be successful or do I want to do this for fun? If you want to be a successful streamer, you got to have something that people want, right? Yep. And that could be your personality. It could be the fact that you're doing uh, prayer flicking, uh, red X stalling uh, Armadillo on a one defense hardcore man that's completed top. Like, <laughs> shout out exact. Um, Fucking God. You got to have something. And if you have both, you'll be successful if you put in the effort, put in the hours. Um, and all that stuff. So it's really just, for me, the thing that I had that was different was I literally did a hot tub stream called Tob in a Tub. That was my first themed stream where I just put myself out there. I was wearing a bikini, sitting in my living room in an inflatable fucking tub with rubber duckies floating around, doing theater of blood in a tub, just like... No one had done that before. That <laughs> no was new. One has ever done that. Yeah. <laughs> that was new. I was definitely 100% just like satiring the explosion of like hot tub streamers on Twitch that yep. summer or that spring, I guess. COVID started and people were like, yeah, I'm just going to wear a bikini and sit in my hot tub and make a bunch of money. And like, you know, all the power to you. But I thought it was hilarious for me to do it because clearly not attracting uh, any people. Uh, with my beautiful physique or anything like that, right? Like, it was just, I don't know, I was just being trying to be funny. Um, and I've done other streams like that. And that was like, that was the thing that, uh, that was kind of like, I, that's, Flomple's different because he has that, yeah. right? It's not just another streamer doing solo chambers. Um, and again, that's like, if you want to be successful, you probably need something fresh, exciting. And that could just be like doing content in RuneScape. Like, maybe you're the only, Fremenic locked ultimate iron man that's like doing this or like you know yep or it could just be your personality or a mixture of both i don't know so, no absolutely i don't know if that really answers the question but that's just for me yeah, my got, mentality you, around you so like you have to do something yeah. that is different like that yeah. really is it and it doesn't have to be crazy different either no don't just just be yourself is the biggest thing is like oh yeah don't try to be somebody that is don't try to like imitate somebody that's successful like imitation does act like a little bit of imitation is um i don't know if imitation is the right word for it but it's like inspiration yeah but like clearly some of the things you'll take from other streamers and stuff and that's a healthy oh, yeah. thing to do um yeah. but yeah you still gotta 
keep true to yourself and like what separates you from everybody else that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing but the yeah, other you don't want to be you don't want to be the next Bodhi or or sebe you know you want to be the first flample and that's yeah. you just gotta keep that in mind the entire time you're doing it like build your identity stick to it and when you build that identity make sure it's you because if you're faking it till you make it when you make it you're gonna be like shit i'm so tired of being <laughs> this fake personality like oh my god can i just yeah so here's uh, the other question i wanted to ask this is something i think i've asked one of their guests before and i can't even remember who it was but i remember asking it was um how do you deal with and every streamer deals with it it are the highs and the lows of streaming whether it be sub count <laughs> viewer count everything just dealing with that i mean i went through it especially my first my first two years were just a, as like a roller coaster of mm. uh just different things it would always it always seemed to affect me um yeah even if it wasn't really like an on the outside it would definitely be affecting me on the inside e- even subconsciously sometimes i wouldn't even realize it was affecting me but it would be of like mm-hmm. trying to get to a point like you see yourself you know trying to get partner or trying to do this and it's just it's kind of out of your control and so it starts affecting you if you do that so my real question is like how do you how do you deal with that yeah uh like everyone else dealt with it for sure um you know i went away for a week in the summer to uh, go celebrate the life of my late grandmother um and you come back and your sub counts dropped 300 (laughs) and you're like oh god i gotta like rebuild i gotta keep going but uh, if you like to me i'm treating streaming as you know revenue wise it's just bonus it's going to help pay for my wedding um it's not my full-time job so do not let it affect your your you know your mental health like you already have a job right you're not struggling to put food on the table um and whatever so i've been trying to base my success off of do people enjoy watching me and that can be reflected in your view count that can be reflected in your followers and like new people and just the comments that you get like you know i i do see a lot of people who like enjoy watching my live streams and i've heard some really good things from uh some people just being like yo like yeah i always when i see you're online like i i want to tune in because you like get my mood up every time you're just so like outgoing and crazy and like the most cringe worthy jokes and stuff like that like that's what i'm basing my success on so it's easier when you have those highs and lows, like you just tell yourself like, yep, sub counts low this month. That's fine. Uh, still have a decent amount of viewers still enjoying it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, if, if you have a low sub count and you're going on to make money and it's not coming, like you're, you shouldn't probably be streaming. Um, and then the other way is like, if you have a low sub count and maybe the view counts like low, just switch something up. Like, and I try and I wish I could switch things up more with my stream and do more of those wacky streams like Tom in a Tub. Um, just, you know, time restrictions and the full-time life that I've got is not allowing me to do as much of that um, currently. You know, maybe a year yeah. from now I'm a full-time streamer with partner and everything. But um, you just you just change something up. Like, just be like, all right, we're, you know, maybe that's start a new hardcore Iron Man. Maybe that's go back to your old main Iron Man. People don't want to watch group Iron Man anymore. Or maybe it's... Um, you know, I'm going to do this 12 day challenge where I'm camping, you know, next for 12. Day. I don't know. Yeah. Change something up. And for me, that's like, I've got my, 
my hotkeys on my uh, my keyboard and a USB wireless uh, number pad, where if I press number five, a fucking picture of a hog slaps up on the stream, you know, like change up the picture of the hog. I don't know. Change the uh, change the music, change the playlist, change like other stuff like that. And then tell the people who watch you be like, yo, new playlist tonight. If anyone's interested, like jump on in, like see what's going on. I don't know. You change it up, keep it fresh. And maybe the view counts and the sub counts go back up a little bit. Um, yeah. And yeah. sometimes they just don't correlate. Even though if yeah. you think you're doing all you yeah. can, that's what I, that's, I think the biggest thing that affects is just like, you think like this would have just been perfect, but yes. there's also so much that goes with view count. Uh, especially yep. is like i mean if it's a holiday or something nobody's really online mm. boom your your view counts like triple or something like yeah but then if there's a new piece of content the giants take over everything or a new league exactly. the giants take it over and then it's like damn what am i doing wrong but you're not doing anything wrong it's just saturation yep. or something like that so you got to give people a reason to watch you and not the giants like yep. straight up and it's hard to get people to recognize you to see you right like yeah. my group Iron Man team, and I don't blame anyone. Why the hell would anyone want to watch me and my friends that I've known for a long time, like just, you know, doing early game group Iron when you could watch Foe's team and Mammal's team, everyone else on their team there, um, you know, just doing their stuff. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, you got to have something that people want to watch you for. But again, some of it's out of your control. Um, some of it is. Uh, an unexpected pandemic and everyone gets a stimulus check and then they drop a bunch of money on gifted subs for a month. Like <laughs> it's yeah. just, yeah, you got to temper the expectations a bit. Sounds like, uh, you know, again, I haven't done a full year of streaming. Um, so there's going to be like months that are just lower and you, you know, people are going to their cottages in the summer or people are on vacation uh, in March or something like March break. Yeah. Like you're going to, you're going to see dips, but I guess if you're, if you're really struggling or worried about view count, sub count, stuff like that, just go big picture and say, yeah, this year yep. I had this much average subs per month. And my goal now is to beat that next year. Yep. And just set your goals based on that. Don't look at today I made $3. <laughs> today I had 100 bits and one sub. And now I'm never going to stream again because I give up. Like, it's not, you know, no, like you can't do that. You have to look big picture. I was talking to Mr. Mammal on the cast back in September. And he was just saying like, who? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> just sorry. Um, we sorry, were talking. If you said Flomple to Mr. Mammal, he'd, he'd genuinely be like, who? <laughs> I'm not there yet. Like, he'd be, I don't know who you're talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah, we were talking, and uh, he was just saying how it's just really a big part of, like, building that community is just the consistency and time put in. Like, he even said it himself. He's like, sometimes I'm just surprised of how many people come in and watch me because he doesn't yeah. feel like he's offering anything crazy, but it's mm -hmm. simply the fact that he's just so well-known at this point because he's put in those hours and yeah. started off early. And now he just gets to reap the benefits of all that. And uh, that still happens. In fact, like we can't see it because we're living like on the verge of the future, you know? So like we never actually see what it'll be in 10 years from now. Cause who knows? Maybe in 10, 20 years from now, 
20s of jesus i shouldn't have said 20 yeah. maybe five jesus ten years <laughs> I know. i'm like jeez um but you think about like 10 years from now let's just say and like we are still in the infancy of streaming and stuff potentially you know yeah so it's never yep. really too late and in fact i remember even in 2016 there was streamers that i was watching and they were saying man if only i had started in 2012 or 2013 yeah. it's like bro you it's still early so Mm-hmm. yeah it's like I don't think it's a ever drop in the bucket like yep yeah you're you're still early you're you're fine so that's what i'm saying like if you're considering streaming and starting you just turn it on one day yep and give it a shot and that's what i did and i never would have dreamed to have peaked at uh, 1100 subs on my channel like i had that um after my hot tub stream i had been streaming literally like three months and i had 1100 subs that and it was, ins- again, just because you're doing something that everyone else wasn't. Um, and now, like, you just, you know, you temper your expectations. Like, it'll go back down, you know, yeah. real-life stuff. That, but- mu- that must have actually been crazy. Because I think my first yeah. year, my first full year of streaming, I think the top subs I ever got, the the biggest amount was, I think, 150. Yeah. Like, that was my total. And so I never had those huge dips where it's like, Jesus. Yeah um yeah no it's um i mean definitely shouting out everybody who's subscribed to me or donated to me but also just anybody who streams like it seems like a a really easy job or hobby but yeah you got to put effort into it and you got to put yourself out there and um mentally draining and all that stuff so any support you do give to to anybody like it's it's appreciated for sure um but yeah so here, here's a question from Go Tr- Gortron. He yep. has two different things. He's never watched Tron, and his name is Gortron. Like, what did? Come on, man. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. He <laughs> he has two different things. It is, is it difficult finding clothes that fit since you're eight feet tall? And the other one is we've kind of already been talking about it. But how do you manage work, family, personal time, and streaming? Yeah, sounds like you don't have personal time. No, not yeah. It's been tough. So. Uh, first one clothing um i would think i mentioned it before the podcast to save a but uh yeah i was severe not severe i was underweight playing a lot of sports so you're burning a lot of calories i have a high metabolism but also i had like underlying health issues where i'd wake up in the morning and i would be like i'm gonna throw up and i'd lie in bed for a few hours and sip a little bit of water here and there Maybe like check my phone, watch some YouTube videos, stuff like that. And then eventually migrate to the PC and play a little bit of RuneScape. And during university was really when this was like my all-time low. And it was like a five-year span of the same thing every day, waking up, feeling like shit. Um, You know, I did a million tests with doctors and everything and couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. Um, So it was chalked up to anxiety, which was a factor, but uh, was not the main factor. So... I was skinny. I was six, seven and 160 pounds, like, you know, pretty skinny, not like crazy skinny. Like I could, I was still playing sports and I was strong enough to play sports and stuff like that. But, um, That's you know, still I always was like, for I want to put weight on, like, yeah. especially for sports. I want to be heavier Absolutely. and stronger and like working out and stuff. But like, um, anyways, once I sorted out my, my health issues, uh, I'm allergic, anaphylactic allergy to milk, which has been developing through that time, as well as eight other major food allergies that aren't anaphylactic, but will make me shit my pants. 
or throw up. Um, <laughs> those ones are fun as well. Uh, once I got that sorted out and started, you know, being able to just have an appetite and eat more, uh, put on more weight. When I was 160 pounds and six foot seven, I either was wearing pants that looked like capris on me, or I would have to get like an XL t-shirt so that it was long enough to cover my torso. But then I was like swimming in a giant t-shirt because they don't just, it's like the nightmare and Sebe hates it. It just scales up the HP. Fucking the HP of my XL t-shirts was scaled up, but they didn't realize that I'm skinny and tall. They only make it for like big people and tall people. Yep. I don't know. Anyways, so yeah, Gortron, um, you can order stuff online now that, that fits. You know, there's some good websites out there that, you know, American Eagle is, is where I get my pants. They're uh, size, they were size 30 waist, 38 length when I was at my skinniest. And now it's like 36 waist and 38 length. So I'm fine now with that. Like it, I'm able to get by ordering online. If it was, was like 50 years ago, I'd be screwed. <laughs> I would be absolutely screwed. And even like, can you imagine six, seven, like 200 years ago, 500 years ago? <laughs> no i was in england okay uh, 2006 i went to england okay. i was already super into runescape um and we went to england and i'm seeing these castles in real life and i'm like 12 years old i'm like totally enthralled by these like castles i'm like picturing runescape i'm like everything and fucking we go to this museum and there's a, a suit of armor of like england's tallest knight and he was six foot one Wow! And you stand, you stand in front of the suit of armor, and it puts your reflection, like your face, in the armor. Yeah. And even then, at twelve years old, I was like five foot eight, like <laughs> five foot nine. Wow. Like I know when I was uh, when I was thirteen, I was six feet. So, um, yeah, it was like just the way the world's going. Like it's shocking to think, but maybe a hundred years from now, the you know, it's just normal to see a man that's seven foot two, like. <laughs> That's insane to think, but I'm curious. The, the how trend tall we're parents? currently on—that's what we're aiming towards. I'm curious. How tall are your parents? Or were you just um, the odd one? I was born. I was a lab, uh, born in a lab, actually. So yeah, just incubated. I thought you said your dad's urethra. Yeah, my so my dad was a was a moose, and my mom was a polar bear, and then I popped out of my dad's uterus. Yeah. Jesus. Christ. Um, and my dad, being a moose, was he's six two, and my mom's five six. So wow. So are you the tallest in the family of like all your relatives yeah. too? I'm assuming. Yeah, five five inches taller than anyone else in my family. God, just I don't know. Apparently, and maybe TMI. Second, like I have an older brother. The second child is like there's such a strong correlation between second children just being taller, bigger, everything, and it's because really? the uh, you know the little fucking crevice in your mom there, the vaginal crev, is just bigger. God, there's there's more room in the womb, you know what I'm talking about? So So yeah, that um, was definitely TMI, but it's weird because my uh older brother is actually taller and just larger framed than me. And I always thought the yeah. first child got that. I, I know it's just based off of zero data or evidence, just based on my own personal experience with yeah, siblings. Sure. And even facial hair, like because I have a younger brother as well, and my brother could grow a beard in high school. I couldn't yeah. grow a beard until I was 23, mm-hmm. and my little brother he he doesn't have anything, and he's 21 right now. So it's like like he has nothing. Like I, mm. I'm pretty sure he won't even get any until he's like 30. When you say he won't get any, do you mean like, you know, because he doesn't have facial hair, he's not gonna like you know get any like uh you know the, like <laughs> no, I mean, get stuff? a beard. <laughs> 
Jesus. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Sorry. I was lost there for a second. <laughs> no. Yeah, I get a beard. Uh, yeah, you need a beard to get some, guys. Come on. <laughs> no, but I always thought, like, the older child would ha- has more of that, like, testosterone almost. Just, like, yeah. I don't even know. Like, I know that sounds, like, so fucking weird. Just, like, <laughs> I don't know. I just... That's how it's I've like, always hey, seen guys, it. So it's my a- name's Sebe, and then your brother's like, "Yo, Sebe's younger brother, what's up?" No, but it's just weird. Like, imagine it went the opposite, and that's what you're kind of saying. Is like the second child gets it, but like, imagine it was the opposite with my brothers. Like, all of a sudden, my older brother, let's say he's the youngest now, is growing a beard in high school, and like the middle kid doesn't even have a beard. I was like, "What the hell is happening?" So, yeah, interesting. No, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'll look it up. And I'll I'll fire you a, an article or something. I don't know. We'll we'll find we'll put we'll find this one out for the uh, RuneScape community. I think yeah. it's integral. There's probably not even a correlation. Who knows? Or maybe it's just completely random. But you know, there might be. Yeah. You'll have to hit me up. Okay, yeah. Cam. My hands don't work. Big shout out. He's a legend in the community. Um, yeah, I'm so proud of him as well. So he's a Cam, great guy. If you're listening, love you. Get well and. Uh, I know you're going to be listening to this a year from now and being like, wait, I remember the Infernal Grind, but he's he's grinding the Infernal Cape right now. And he is like, you cannot get closer to an Infernal Cape than what he is right now. And um, it's, it's stressing him out. He's like, man, I hate this place, this lava prison. So, yep. Cam, you got this. I believe in you. He's a legend. He asks, is there anything that you learned in game that's surprisingly applicable in your everyday mm-hmm. life? <laughs> yes and i have an example i went and applied to a casino in the ottawa area um and during the application process it was like a job fair where they had uh they were they were opening up a hard rock casino in ottawa um and i don't know what happened because of the pandemic it's probably like closed or paused or something but um yeah they there was a math test and you weren't allowed a calculator on the math test and i swear to god from runescape just like calculating xp rates and like you know looking at like profit margins from ge transactions and stuff like i was always really into that kind of stuff in yeah. runescape just like i have the key on my keyboard that you press it opens a calculator and i'm just like firing in some numbers and being like oh yeah this is actually like this many points per hour in chambers so we should like i'm always doing that I went and I wrote that uh, that test. It's like a you get like half an hour to write the test. I finished in like 15 minutes and I didn't show any work because I did it all mentally. And like I wasn't smart in school by any means. Like smart, I guess, is is one thing, but I didn't like work hard. I didn't do a bunch of homework. I didn't like put in the extra effort to get good grades. But like, you know, mental math, I just learned that from RuneScape. Like wow. mental math or like um, economy, just like, Flipping items is the same as flipping stocks in real life. Um, having that kind of, you know, what, I took an economy class in university, uh, which I believe you guys call college there in Freedom Land. But, um, and yeah, it was like I was just like ahead of, ahead of the game already because I'm like, yeah, this it's supply and demand. Yeah, we see it in RuneScape all the time. Like <laughs> that's just common. So, what about um, typing skills? Oh my god, yeah, get that from RuneScape too. 100%. Typing out selling lobbies. Yeah. No, I've got a when when I play an absolute scrompler of a banger tune on my stream, I press F ten on my keyboard and it switches me to another scene within OBS that is 
a concert and it's got like Pepe Please gif going. It's got a bunch of gifs. I don't know if you've seen it. If you stay I, in my stream for more than it. three minutes, you've probably seen it. Um, I've got a bunch of those like screens where like depending on the song, I'll put up a different one and like people just jam out. Um, and yeah, absolutely. On that screen, it says selling raw lobsters 1k each. Yep, <laughs> like, that's the one. I don't know. It just reminded me. But yeah, like typing skills, 100% from RuneScape. Uh, maybe a little bit of MSN. Uh, I'm a dinosaur, so I had MSN back in the day. Um, and just, yeah, stuff like that. Like definitely like taking typing tests. Okay, I'm, I worked at a tech company. I work at a different tech company now. And I'm sitting beside like some guy, genius, smart guy, like really good with the clients that we work with literally hunt and peck on his keyboard like two fingers both indexes just like going away if he wanted to capitalize a word he hit cap locks hits the b so it's a capital b for Venus, and then fucking uncap locks wow to keep going and i'm like did you never play runescape like what is wrong with you like man you play runescape for like a, a month and you'll learn how to type yeah so um 100 would recommend 10 out of 10 typing skills from runescape see i wish i had kind of learned home row a bit more um there was it was so weird like the only Did you type you call me a homo i was trying to learn home row and um yeah uh i never really learned that the only typing class i ever had was in um like third grade and none of us even had a computer at that time it felt like so and then mm -hmm. we just never learned how to type after that but like they tried to teach us but you're like a seven-year-old with no brain so it just it's like the worst class ever because you have no idea what yeah. you're doing on the keyboard. But yeah, so my typing I mean, skills, like it's not, it's definitely not um, amazing, but it's definitely not the two finger tap and shit. But I still wish I could have uh, improved keyboard skills. Yeah, well, you'll just have to do your next um, podcast just typing, like just no voice, just like yellow I'm, text, black I'm, background, like messenger back and forth. One of these days, I'm going to have 25 buttholes on, and he's going to be talking in the Brian TTS oh my God. the entire time, yeah. so I'm going to hear him type it out real quick. Cam also asks, for a nearly maxed iron, I'm sure you've had some long grinds. What were the most difficult grinds you went through, and what were the most enjoyable? Um, Yeah. I think every Iron Man has these stories right where they're like oh my god this one dry streak and if you're a main that's never played iron man you just don't notice because you are either grinding a pet which i guess you would notice if you're dry there but when you're just like making money if you're doing like raids with the team and you have a dry streak like someone else on your team's probably not on a dry streak like you don't really notice that but as an iron man you're fucking counting every single one until you get the item like um so I was a hardcore on, on Flomple, uh, died to a Cal fight, uh, you know, RIP. And my plan, like, right away was like, all right, I'm going to go into the wilderness and do all the wilderness content. I'm going to get a dragon pickaxe. And um, at the time, I was, like, maybe 105 combat. So killing these wildy bosses is not quick. You're killing about 10 per hour, like, literally five-minute kills and then one minute between them because I was killing Callisto um, for a lot of it. I went uh, like three and a half times the drop rate for a D pick. And that was like a month of my life. <laughs> You're getting attacked by PKers all the time. You're trying to get a bear's task so that you can go kill Callisto with the Slayer helm on. Um, and then you're, you know, you're like, all right, well, Callisto's not dropping it. I'm going to go to Vedion. You go to Vedion and you're like, okay, I'll go to Venatus. And like, I don't know. You just, I was losing my goddamn mind. 
That was Trying exactly how my What's DPEG that? grind was. I was just going to say that that's very similar. I think I went almost five times rate of my DPEG. Yeah. And it was just a mixture of like all these bosses going back and forth. Yeah, exactly. So definitely uh, ended up getting it from Callisto at like 200 something. Um, but yeah, like that one was long. Um, then there was uh, getting my first Zenite. I got it at 1204. God. And then I got my second Zenite at just past 1900. So I had one Zenite at like 1900 KC. God. I made an anguish with my first one. And I didn't really regret it, but I wanted to do Zelra. That was the whole point of getting my Zenites was like, let's get a, let's get a uh, suffering and yep. then I'll go do Zelra. But, uh, you know, a friend of mine was like, make this, make the anguish first. It's definitely more efficient. So made the anguish. And then that was literally a month of just Slayer tasks, trying to get the black demons. And then you get the 200 black demons. And I almost went 2000. Like I had to get 10 black demons tasks and do all of them and make prayer pots and like get all the supplies and everything. That was long. Um, but then for sure, do you have the, uh, raid data tracker plugin? Did you ever use that or were you finished raids by the time that came out? I'd probably already finished it. I'm just, I haven't even heard of that plugin. So it's just a plugin that, um, it's, it tracks, uh, like kills logged and then personal points, like on my group iron, it says kills log 32 personal points, 527,000 total points, like for the team, 4.49 million. Like it tracks all those numbers. That's so sick. for I me, wish the game would do I that. got, yeah, like it's, it's pretty dope, but I, um, I had, um, I got my Tebow duo raid with tasty. I, I think it was 516 KC on my iron man, which was, you know, like 500 is, is early ish. Um, but then I also had 1,200 regular KC on my main without ever having one in my name. So I was like, you know what? That's 1,700. I deserve it. Whatever. Fuck you, everybody. Got my Tebow on the Iron Man. I then didn't get another purple at all, any purple, until over 700 KC. And the raid's point tracker, I had 7 million points. <laughs> Jeez. So like, that's, like, that's like eight times eight, rate, right? Eight times the drop rate, yeah. And then break it with a fucking arcane. And yep. then a buckler dupe. And then, yeah, you're just like, oh, my God. It's like, yeah. But raids were, you know, enjoyable to me. I know a lot of people hate them, but some people love them. It wasn't the end of the world to me. Just doing raids for, like, a couple months before you get another purple. Like, I don't know. I just yeah. had gotten my Tebow, so I was high on life at the time. So I was not uh, too broken up about it. Yeah, uh, those I are definitely went... the, the three shitty ones. Um the most enjoyable grind, I'm just looking at it, at, uh, my hands don't work, it's a message here. So those are like the shitty ones, and then the most enjoyable one, um, I just, I love any boss that you count to three, so Hydra, I just love that one, that was so fun. But you uh, actually I'm, I'm enjoyed trolling. that? Okay. No, I'm the worst content in the game. It was so um, bad, like, it's so fucking profit, it's like so worth doing, but it's so shitty. Yeah. I mean, we both must have done... Yeah, like, there's no way you didn't have it done before they added the animation between phases. Um, no, 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 like, you could I, barely, like, I, I could barely watch Netflix while doing Hydra bro, to get my Lance. And I it was, like, listen, constantly I, making mistakes. Yeah, go for it. Listen, like, Hydra, I got so lucky on, and I still hate it, which makes me know how shitty of a boss it is. Like, I got my claw at 500 and then another claw at 600. Already had my leather. I have everything except for the pet at, like, 890 right now, I think. Like, I'm, like, 900 maybe. 
and I yeah, still two hate things it. on Hydra. I I hit a thousand KC and I posted a little shitty little screenshot in my uh like in a Discord. I didn't I wasn't streaming, so I didn't have my own personal Discord at the time. So like post a little screenshot. I was like, all right, how long are we going? What do you think? Like this could be the four times drop rate, like six month of Hydra, like yeah. trying to get the task and like going four K on it. Um, anyways, I got that trip at like a thousand and twenty. That's like sick, perfect. Jeez. That's like perfect for Hydra, right? Yeah, you get all the supplies from doing a thousand. You get a shitload of XP. I got the pet within that. Um, oh, very I had nice. The leather. I had the ring. Like everything. And See, I'm still missing pet, on, so. which I'm just like, dude, I will. I'm gonna fucking mm. live my life doing that one. At least they've changed it, so now you don't have to count to three. But yeah, yeah. Um, I had, and I'm, I'd be surprised if this is not true. I had the first Hydra leather in the game. Um, the update went live. I was like logged in. And you see the like update ticking down, and it's like, all right, Alchemical Alchemical Hydra is in the game. I like run over to Konar and I I skipped like three tasks and I got the task, and I went in. Uh, I was watching Bodhi on stream, I remember, and he killed Hydra, like, 30 seconds before me, and he was the same thing. He just, like, went in and yeah. just did it first try. Um, I, yeah, I got the kill first attempt. I was, like, stacked with bruise and and whatever and restores, so it's, like, a four-minute kill, but you get the first kill. And it drops Hydra Bones, Hydra Leather, um, and, like, a, a Mystic Air Staff or whatever. And I was like, oh, sick, cool. So I just, like, grab it, pick it up. This is on my main, by the way. Yeah. Pick it up jump to the GE, put in the bones. The bones, you get two, I think, and you sold for two two mil each. It's like, shit, shit <laughs> nice. And then you put the leather in, because, like, dragons drop bones in a leather. That's just, I didn't yeah. know that it was the gloves. I had no idea. Put it in the GE, sold instantly for 65 mil. I was like, Jesus. What? I was like, holy shit, I gotta go back. Like, the, the leathers are selling for this. I didn't know it was one in 500. Yeah. I was like, I thought it was just every kill you get a <laughs> yeah, leather you get and you leather. get a thing. It was so funny. Oh my god. So, I, I like literally ten minutes into the update, I swear I had Hydra Leather as the one KC on my main. So that's fucking sick. That's the only time I've ever had that level of RNG, just like that one KC, like whatever. On the group iron, I'm like, all right, new account, like let's do this. Let's like what's gonna be my place that I go extremely lucky or whatever. I've gone dry everywhere so far, so <laughs> So like literally have not gotten any drop on my account at all. No raids drops. I've been doing Tob, I've been doing um, you know, I haven't got the enhanced weapon seed from Corrupt Gauntlet, which I rushed. Um, nothing from God Wars. Like, our team went dry for the spear. Team went dry at Bandos. Like, everything. So I'm just, like, waiting for that one KC pet on, like, a boss that I haven't killed yet. But it yeah. hasn't happened yet. Just that Hydra Leather. I know we were talking about it earlier in the cast about, like, how Nex is really fun as an Iron Man. But you with that Hydra, you know, just fucking craziness, one KC Leather selling it for bank... What do you? What would you actually prefer? Like, if you had absolute max on your main, it sounds like you fucking chucked it all. But if you had like the option, do you enjoy being able to just get something and sell it for a huge fucking margin, or yeah. do you enjoy the Iron Man aspect where it's just you, there is no real rush to it, but you just get to enjoy the item for what it is? So yeah, on release of next, I'm gonna have to make a decision if I get something early, and like. This will hurt so many Iron Men because of like how bad Nightmare is. Um, was it XZN? What was the guy's username? X-Z- that, yeah, XZN. Yeah, I believe he got an Inquisitor's Mace. Five case day of release. Shit. Yeah, yeah, just stupid. on his hardcore. Just... And he drop traded it. He dropped. 
Yeah. I'm like so I'm so positive that it was him. Oh, but my. somebody did that and uh, they dropped traded to their main, sold it for like max cash or something. I but then would, you realize that yeah. it's like you don't have the mace yet, do you? I can't remember. <laughs> no, I did. I got it. You got, it took okay, me yeah. it took me nearly a year though of nonsense. Exactly. That's insane. Like we don't know and, the drop rates for next. And the drop rates were so <laughs> much more fucked back then, like on week of release yes. of Nightmare. It was like one in twenty K for an item if you're in like anything more than a ten minute. Yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah. He he absolutely spooned. It was uh calculated, I think, due to like or I think just based on like the first I don't know, twelve hours of release that it was gonna take if you wanted full item completion, it was gonna take like sixty five hundred hours. Yeah. Like, it was like actually fucked. Yep. God, uh, I, sometimes I, I scratch my head with updates and just like you actually have to wonder did someone QA this. Yeah, like you like, actually have to wonder. It's like they wanted something to be like a lottery. I understand that, but that is not like okay, yeah, no. you got what you I guess that's what you wanted. You wanted something to be third age rates, like a boss that's third no. age. It's just for with, with something that's so niche too. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I've never had third age either. That's another one. Third just age. Waiting. Just waiting. I actually spent like a couple hours on my Iron Man, like maybe a year ago, looking at my my KCs and my drop rates for everything. And like, okay, I got lucky here and I got unlucky here. And you look at it, it averages out. Like yeah, it every does. fucking time. Like across completing all of God Wars, all of raids and everything, like it averages out for sure. Um, which third is actually, age. I have to yeah, say, if you it. if you ever do get third age, like it is, mm. oh, fucking yeah. beautiful feeling. So unexpected. Yeah. Like, I, my first piece of third age was a third age kite shield. Oh, it's like the best piece, oh, too, right? Dude, I didn't even know what I was looking at because it's so unexpected. Like, you yeah. never anticipate it. You just open a fucking hard clue and it's like, boom, it's there. I was in a Discord call with, uh, for those that know, Sekon and Amazing. Uh, Amazing, the one that's always in Will's chat. Yeah. Anyway, literally. Sekon DN? What? Sekon DN? <laughs> no. <laughs> did you actually know that that's actually his his last name is Sekon? I always thought it was a play on words for Sekon. Like Sekon, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like. I just thought that was like what was going yeah. off, but it's genuinely his last name. I was like, shit. Oh, that's dope. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I I can imagine what the uh, oh, I the just, shock was. I fucking freaked out, and now I have an absolute addiction to it. And I've actually spooned Third Age, which you have three pieces, don't you? You have the yep. like mage bottom and a plate body of some sort. Or something? Yep. Yeah. So and I'm o- I'm only due one piece. I mean, almost. Mm. I mean, I'm I'm rounding up to two soon. But like, if you get unlucky on third age, like that's mm-hmm. uh, if you go four I think times. It's really re- cool that Hey Jace is uh, is just still grinding away at the third age. Like, what is he? Almost thirty k uh, hards open. Like, it's so cool. Yeah, that's it's like someone's gonna complete Runescape. Can you like even like it's actually gonna happen? Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't think it ever will. It's, I don't. It's hard for him to do it. Yeah, but like he'll complete hards. Like yeah. I do oh, genuinely oh, yeah. think he'll complete all third age from the hards. Oh, he will, and he'll probably yeah. do it in the next like well, easily two years, I think, unless he goes unlucky on a piece. But I think he could actually yeah. do it in two years. But yeah. when people say like you know the game can be completed, I don't believe so. No, because, it can't. Because no like you're always going to be adding new stuff. That's, like, the yep. biggest thing. So even if, like, everything we had right now was, like, the rest of it and now just grind it, like, grind for those druidic pieces and stuff, like, mm. probably take you a good 50 years at least. 
playing like, yeah. super efficiently with unlimited GP, but like, dude, the fact that there's always going to be new updates, it just makes it impossible. Which is what but I like. I, yeah. I like that RuneScape's uncompletable. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the main parts of it. Like, yep. It's just this open world. Like, You can log in, and people who don't play other games don't realize like there's a lot of content. I know we were like starved for new content, but if you make a new Iron Man and you're just going through and you have to play pretty much every piece of content this game has to offer, it's got a lot. Like it's it's good. I, I think if you are good at setting personal goals for yourself, you will never burn out of RuneScape. Like it, you just can't. Like if you if that's like what you do, yeah. then you're good. Hey, I'm back by the way uh, in Prif with you here. I just I, I accidentally got like 300 too many Mortmire fungus because uh, I'm just been enjoying myself so. Appreciate it once again for having me on and gonna <laughs> slap together a couple of these potions here. Yeah, no, I've so far I've been fucking loving this. I'm just fucking chilling back here. Just I, I've enjoyed uh, learning a little bit about you because um, I don't know. I think there's something that comes along with I don't know. It's I don't know if this is the right word, but like empathy, like empathizing with like another streamer and like seeing where they're coming from and yeah. just and I say streamer, it could be anybody, but I. I'm also a streamer, so I kind of like feel more connected in a way, and I like just hear. Well, I mean, about... we are we're on a date, right? So and we're coworkers hired by yeah. Jeff Bezos. That's that's true, yeah. So, um, yeah, spend your Jeff Bezos bucks Twitch Prime on Sebe today! Exclamation point! Nah, spend Prime it on Flomple. Spend on... Nah, nah, spend it on me. Nah, spend it. Yeah, on yeah Flomple. definitely Sebe. When I have you on my podcast in the future, spend it on me, fuckers. Real talk. Okay, you know what? Before we move on to this next question, I want to ask you about podcasts. Mm. Do you listen to podcasts? Real talk. Yeah, I actually like really enjoy podcasts. Um, again, hockey, I mentioned earlier, is a passion of mine. Yeah. Uh, played hockey since I was like three. So a lot of hockey podcasts, actually. And okay. then uh, the online uh, like YouTube channel group of rooster teeth have you ever heard of them watched any of their stuff nope nope so rooster teeth i mean they've got like it's got to be over 10 15 million subs they're just like a company that makes content whether it's short films or let's plays of minecraft like okay they had weekly minecraft let's plays every week for like five years now like <laughs> it's crazy so i watched a lot of them um and they had their podcast and it's just like comedy and they talk about relevant things in the world today and like personal stories like it's just like i love that i loved watching that weekly or listening to that weekly um and then like honestly only recently found out about your podcast and i was like okay i got like that's it's on my list uh, when i say recently like maybe like three months ago or four yeah. months ago um and was like okay it's on my list i definitely want to like get to to you know listening to some of these episodes um and you just gotta like i had to like i have to like make time i have to like find time oh, to listen yeah. there's because so many hours. i don't commute to work and when i was commuting you know it was like 30 minutes to get to work and almost an hour to get home when i was working in an office mm-hmm. and that was just because of traffic and you know i mean it was like 20 kilometers or like 12 miles away whatever you want to call it yep um so yeah i was like slapping on a hockey podcast or the rooster teeth podcast or whatever it was um that would have i would have listened to every single one of these like that would have been like sick it's tuesday the episode say basic coming out like i would have 100 percent had that like circled ready to go because like runescape's my probably my biggest passion yeah Um, but those ones were just like things that you'd listen to so no but you're um, absolutely right like you have to have 
a like a, a time like you almost have to have like a ritual of like I go on a walk mm. for an hour or I do something yeah. that's so brain dead that you can do mm-hmm. that like driving. That's actually yeah, so. generally where I get the most compliments from people is like they say they listen to it at, when on like on their commute to and yeah. from work. Yeah. So. No, I've I've started listening to them like walking my dog, but I walk my dog and it's like you know. 15 minutes yeah you can't walk around the block or yeah yeah or it's i take my dog to the dog park and i let it run around and then strangers are like you just strike up a conversation so i like take the headphones out and like i'm a social person i'm i'm also like i find it awkward to stand just you and another person in a field while your dogs are trying to bite each other in their friggin' faces (laughs) and you just don't talk to them like i don't know it's just like yeah it hurts me people who are like uh you, you like don't have any interest in having a conversation like that so yeah um yeah definitely like so the first time i listened to a podcast was the solo mission episode because yeah. i just like i saw it on it was like spotify on my phone and i was like all right let's do this i'm gonna i'm gonna listen oh solo mission like i love his youtube videos let me let me listen to that one and i was like this is like awesome i love this and i was like it'd be cool to be on this one day but i didn't think it would actually happen like i i was watching i was watching i i was listening to your podcast the first time I like rode my bike in like two years, I moved out of my parents' house and moved into an apartment with my uh, lovely uh, caretaker and fiance. And um, I say that because she takes care of me. But um, and yeah, like I was like at her parents' house and was like, okay, I got to get in shape because I'm doing a uh, a charity fundraiser. Um, and it's called, uh, well, it, it, it supports the children's wish foundation. Um, I don't, I'm trying like not to dox myself cause yeah. So it supports the children's wish foundation and it's basically, um, you bike across Canada, but you do it in segments. Um, so we were doing a segment where it was like through Ottawa, basically like a, maybe a 200 mile bike ride in one day and you just do it to raise funds for the children's wish foundation and that foundation takes the money and they give the money in form of gifts to children who are significantly less fortunate you know yeah. maybe a maybe a disease that's has no cure and they're they're on their way out and you know make it happy for their family for their final months or there's been a lot of cases where it's people who you know they do pull through and and they they thank us and they join the community and whatnot so i needed to prep for this bike ride you know pandemic haven't been playing sports because Canada's got some some significant restrictions and stuff like that. Um, so I was like sitting on my bike, riding. It was like an hour and a half bike ride, and that again first exercise in like months. And I was listening to the Solo Mission podcast. Anyways, I dislocated my tailbone. Oh God! Which I didn't know was a thing. I thought that bone is attached to like your base of your neck, basically. You know, your like tail. I was like, does that not attach the whole way up? Like, what's going on? So, fucking, I couldn't sit or walk for over a month. It was oh so bad. God. I still did the bike ride um, where we biked, like, through Ottawa, basically. Bruh, um, you gotta yeah, fucking like, go see a oh doctor. God, was, <laughs> what the fuck? It was shit. <laughs> still I was like, I was like, you know, basically, yeah, I... You said you don't want Skiddler on the podcast, so I won't get into the gruesome details, but I was, I was rearranging <laughs> my, low, like lower region so that i was sitting on my seat weirdly because i i did that bike ride like a week before the event 
Dear um, God, and that yeah, it was like, miserable. okay, I've got this time. I'm gonna bike and I'm gonna listen to this podcast, and that's I've got time to listen. Let's go, and that's when I listened to the first one, um, and that was early summer. So I have to say, you know, there is a benefit, like a clear benefit for me to get people with a lot of clout on. Yeah. Um. Just for, I mean, I, you saw the solo mission cast. In fact, I saw the numbers first week. Like generally, I'd get like a thousand or two thousand mm-hmm. views on YouTube of a podcast, and then solo mission came out within the first two days. It had ten thousand. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? And yeah. that was like a lot of that was just him. Like he literally put put one little community post of mentioning my podcast, and then instantly, like, boom. Yeah. So. There clearly is benefit to that, but at the same time, there's a lot of benefit for me getting the small guys on while they're small. Mm-hmm. And, like, because, I mean, I think about you. I think about, I mean, Tasty was already fucking a giant, not as yeah. much of a giant. Like, as I got him back in, like, February or March or something, like, yeah. he was just becoming, I think I was subbed in for, um, like, on my second month or something like that. But, like, yeah. I think it's, uh, you know, if I were to ask him now, Tasty's just a fucking humble guy in the first place, so I don't think it would be a problem. But it's kind of cool to get the small guys on, so then, like, when they do get big, you're like, hey, you want to see my origin story? Go back yeah. to the Sebe cast and get a listen to them when they were, you know, less arrogant, fucking humble, and, you know. Because you're going to yeah, be an arrogant good. prick in, like, two years from now, I bet. Oh. So I, I could mean, never have gotten you on in two years from now, so it's a good thing it just got you on now. No, okay, I was saying it earlier. It speaks, like, volumes um to like what you've got going on like the podcast it's a great idea um and just like you know you're you're great i know you said it's not an interview but you're you know leading the conversation and like your input everything that you can put into the podcast um in that sense like you've you've got it you know like some people don't have it but you've definitely got it and um i think this podcast like if you count success everything it's just going to keep going up like for sure i appreciate Um, that and uh, people the fact that you know, to me, it wasn't even a, a thought. It's just like, yeah, absolutely, I want to come on that. Like, a lot of people think that, right? Even you said Skiddler was like, yo, get yeah. me on that. Like, that was surprising, are, by the way. People want to, you yeah. know? So you've you've got it, for sure, and uh, keep doing it. I mean, yeah. Well, thank you. That really means a lot, because I always, I suffer from uh, just, I don't know, being a little bit too hard on myself. Like, I, I sometimes I think, like, man, like, I will take one negative comment and dwell on it. Like one negative thing or one thing that like you know isn't good or isn't working. I'm like, god damn it! Like, you know, someone comment below right now if you're still listening. Um, that Sebe, your ears are slightly off center. He won't sleep for a week. <laughs> we just we just ruined his life. Like it's over. Literally, I'm literally already feeling it. my ears right now. Yeah, he's, yeah, he just pulls out his phone, checks the checks the the front facing camera real quick. Oh god. Um, yeah, no, just, yeah, you know. All right, here. Mr. Vestacus, Vesta, Vest, Vesticus. Vesticus, there we go. Yeah, Have you ever botted an RS2 or OSRS? Don't incriminate yourself, but I guess we can kind of talk about that. I'm botting right now, yeah. That's what I thought. I was like, there's no way this guy's still playing after two yeah. hours. I actually coded the bot to come over and say penis uh, at this specific moment as well. Yikes. So, um... No, I, uh, so back in what would have been like 2008, uh, my friend that played RuneScape with me downloaded a Dungeoneering bot and a Summoning bot. Was that 2008? No, it would have been like 2009 or 10. 
Um, anyways, yeah, so he, like, ran the bot for my account overnight for, like, a couple weeks. And that was, like, actual botting. Like, that was, like, it was doing it for you. And I was like, this is great, but I feel so guilty. Like, I don't want to do it. And then, you know, the account's good enough. I was like, I'm not risking botting. Like, come on. And so I've never had, like, I don't even know where to get a bot script, download a bot script. Um, I definitely had my friend Gary, who wears a hood, um, <laughs> uh, click sometimes for me. But not really in, in like, old school. Definitely mm-hmm. before, like, uh, RuneScape 3 came out, or EOC, whatever you want to call it. Um, I feel like that was just standard. Everybody used Gary's hood to ALK. <laughs> you just sit in your house and ALK for six hours or whatever it was. It, I mean, It definitely was a lot more mainstream. I Well, I didn't really play back in then, but even, I think, in, like, 2006, 2007, I would always hear of, like, bots and stuff like bot programs that people were starting to use and stuff but it was very early times um now it just fucking sickens me be i mean i think would it sicken anyone that doesn't bot to see bots around the game it fucking sucks because just like yeah it kind of like removes the whole mmo aspect you see these goddamn bots that clearly there's no person behind it. it's just a fucking robot and it's just like it just sucks. Like, I'll even go start thieving elves because I need to. Of course, that activity sucks balls. And, like, they really need to fix that. One of the things they could fix is just make all pickpocketing left-clickable. Quit making me right-click. And I know mm. the vast majority of people probably use a different client and just have it left-click because it's you can't yeah. even be caught. But because I'm a streamer and I <laughs> record everything I'm doing. Basically, it's like I really am not risking any of that, and I've been banned before, so I know the consequences, and I really don't want to go through that again. So I do everything really legitly, and I will just say it's it sucks seeing somebody pickpocketing alongside you. That's clearly botting. Whenever you open the door, they go and instantly shut it. They stop whatever they're doing, shut it, shut it. Like you'll just keep <laughs> opening the door, and their bot programs them to keep shutting the door. Nice. Anyway, but. Yeah, no. I mean, I play the game for enjoyment and like the the grind and like just you know chatting with someone on Discord while playing or watching a live stream and stuff like that. And to do it, like it just takes me out of the world that's you know messed up around me. Like that's what I enjoy. I don't yeah. necessarily enjoy like coming back and being like sick. Like I got all this money now. Like you're just speeding up the game and it, even like staking. If you win a couple bill at the duelery i said earlier like it's not fun anymore when you get a tebow split because you're like well that's only 200 mil like you know i'm i I made that last hour at the duel arena i don't know i i don't like taking those shortcuts um it'll never feel when i was younger as i said like you know gary's hood the auto clicker it just clicks the same spot over and over again like i feel like everybody did that but um yeah no you wouldn't catch me yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't catch me doing anything like that it just doesn't interest me yeah yeah, and I bet, uh, I don't know, it would be interesting to take, like, an honest poll, like, to see how many players have, have bought it before, because I'm yeah. certain it's over 50%. Uh, I'd say it's, yeah, close to 100% of if you've ever bought it before. Maybe, you know, of people who've played yeah, that, for yeah, their whole I don't, lives. I don't even yeah, know. I don't, want to, <laughs> I don't want to say too high, because then it's like, oh, jeez. But yeah. it's definitely well, got to be so the majority. I currently have somebody that I know of that has a botted account and it's it's a real fucking problem they don't care like they don't really enjoy the game clearly See, they're just doing that's it that's the real issue about levels. it is it is it, it like ruins the community it kind of taints i don't know it's like people that don't 
even care for the longevity of the game or care about its health. Like, they will yeah. bot. And it's just clear, like, you don't fucking care because you're yeah. doing something that's clearly damaging to the game. Yeah. And that's, like, why I don't appreciate it. It's, like, I don't – it's nothing, like, morally, like, oh, my God, you're a bad person because you bought it because clearly it's just, like – I don't yeah. know. It's, like, I – Clearly, like, yeah, it's cheating, but I would never even judge a person that cheated on a test. Like, oh, you're a bad person. Like, I mm-hmm. really don't care that much. But um, it's just the fact that, like, you don't care about the game that I like. And I wish you would show some respect by not botting or not, you know, buying gold, selling gold and shit. Because yeah. clearly it's damaging slightly to the game, you know. Who, who knows how much it's damaging, but clearly. I mean, if you're an Iron Man, it's, like, whatever <laughs> it doesn't really affect you but as a main yeah it affects you a bit more but yeah um i yeah as i was like i have someone that i know who like they have a hardcore iron man that is nearly maxed from botting yeah. they have not played the account and it's not getting caught like jagex yep. yep is clearly not manually banning that's the for... only thing like we were mentioning earlier like you know, trusting Jagex, like, poll results and all this other stuff. But, like, that is still something I can't quite believe when they say, like, we just banned 60,000 accounts in this weekend. I'm like, who? And then you hear no one, right? You don't hear of, like, anybody who got banned. Like, no one on your friends (laughs) list. You're like, I still see the same bot here on this world. Uh, Who did you ban? So that's, like, the one thing. But then again maybe it's fucking accurate and that would be absolutely mind-boggling because of just how much they are doing but how much i just don't see of it so as a company they ban bots they make less money (laughs) straight up there's no way around it bots are buying bonds or buying membership and that's just what's happening Mm -hmm. but i feel like if they banned them then they would remake and spend money again but i don't know how it works but yeah it's just an endless war because there's money to be made, like it's just endless. Yeah, no, for sure. I don't know. I, I mean, the, I'd like them to to ban more bots, but the ones that are like, I guess, so, like, I guess, bot farms. Yeah, yeah. There's like, there's like bots that like do it for real world trade, and then there's bots like people that are just botting to progress their account because they think that'll be fun. Yeah, but yeah, I and guess I I'm talking about like, the gold if you're farm. botting to like progress your account, like slap them with a th- like a month ban. That'll teach them. <laughs> yeah. Two-day ban, they'll take it, whatever. I'll bot again, something like that. I don't know. Like, the the person that I'm referencing, like, um, again, like, I just, it's, like, pretty known, like, that they're botting. Like, a lot of people know that he's been botting his hardcore. Like, it's Mm -hmm. online 24 hours a day since he made it. It's so easy for Jagex to notice that. Yep. But they don't have the software to to prove that he's botting i guess or they just having because he's not been got to his account or something 200 mil in multiple skills on a hardcore iron man not banned like i don't understand (laughs) doesn't affect me right like it's just still mind-blowing and it's just annoying in a way just i just play the game for my own personal accomplishment and you know time sink and distraction really so it's like whatever all right here's a question from Get some cookie again. Oh, what a fucking... What a what a man. What an absolute unit. What is it that allured you to Iron Man game mode? Have you ever considered UIM? Do you prefer a group or the normal Iron Man game mode? Mm. Yeah, that's a loaded question. So I think uh, 
you know, what you need to know about that, uh, get some cookies, um, you know, when you start off with one of those situations, right, where, you know, if the glass is half full, you, you kind of need to, to take a look at it and, and kind of, you know, really, you know, gratify the situation. If, if you've got a long road trip coming up, um, you know, whether or not you're in gymnastics, it really doesn't, doesn't affect that much, but, um, you know, if you have to buy a new phone to get through it, it's, um, you know, it's just all, it's all just, you know, iced tea under the bridge at the end of the day. So I think that, um, you know, it's, it's just important to know if you've got a couple of different situations, right. And, you know, whether or not you're kind of, you know, going on. Okay. So that's a uh, channel point redemption on my channel that says talk about nothing. Yeah. You're and pretty good at that. So- I just talk for two minutes about random gibberish to see if people notice. Um, yeah, it takes people longer than, than you think it should, but yeah, that was me just, that was me rambling on about absolutely nothing, uh, whatsoever. So to actually answer, uh, cookies question, um, I mean, if, if for the 8% who are still watching, um, yeah, fucking Iron Man, I was watching Mr. Mammal make one and I mean, Curtis already had his Iron Man. That was like dope as heck. Um, and again, at that point I was like, oh, I've missed the boat, but then Mr. Mammal made one and I was like, you know what? I could, I could do this. Like, you know, he started late. I'll just start late. And then I made one and, uh, super enjoyable. I basically was like done with Maine and had no real life, real life friends playing. So I just jumped on the Iron Man and really enjoyed it. So kept with it. Uh, UIM, that sounds like awful. I will never play that. So yeah, I'll just put that right there. It does not sound fun to me. Um, it does not. And even at like, you know, both you and I say they were like, we played this a long time. Like feels like this is my last account, right? Like the, the regular Iron Man, but then mm-hmm. group Iron Man comes out and I just don't know, like, will my have my group Iron Man at like 2,100 total, like end game Iron Man. Like, can I be bothered to redo all the skilling grinds on that? Or should I just go back to my real Iron Man account and do it there? Like, you know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. This so, game is so fucking time consuming. It's hard to like, yeah it's hard to know like what i'll get to but i would be absolutely shocked if i ever played an ultimate iron man yeah it would have to literally just be for content not actual enjoyment just like i mean no one's gonna want to watch me playing an ultimate iron man like come on nobody's gonna want to play ultimate iron man okay i gotta stop talking people are gonna fucking hate me for saying that because i I kid around it's great that people enjoy it like that you know it's a cool idea real talk those those that can enjoy it fucking shout out but that looks again i can't really talk because i've never really tried it but it just looks it just looks like worse just uh, just every aspect of it's worse than normal iron man Mm -hmm. yeah slower like i enjoy this game by like doing bossing and pvm and like raids and whatever with friends and like it's just slower like you finish the tob and you see them go and like do all this prep to do another one i'm like bro i just want to relax and put no mental effort into if I need to, like, decant these potions or... And you can't Gotta go buy collect. some things from the Warrior Guild. Like, I don't know. The the coolest part about Iron Man, well, one of the coolest parts, is just being able to collect things. You yeah. can't do that with Ultimate yeah. Iron Man, hardly. That's the thing, though. The, the friggin' collection log. Is that gonna, like, entice more people? Like, I don't know. No, no, no. I mean, just, like, those big stacks in your bank. Like, I guess, yeah. Clearly, we all have collection logs now, but... Yeah, those... Yeah. It's just, like, when you go to your bank... Boom, you're just stacking up shit. You get supplies. You don't have to, like, just drop everything or not pick it up. Like, I watch yeah. Whale streaming, and he's doing Zora, but he's got a bunch of items he just doesn't even pick up. I'm like, God. 
god it's just yeah. such a waste of time <laughs> Fuck. yeah it's definitely nice especially with the new bank space like i'm gonna have like a thousand items in my bank i've got a collection on my main of i think it's 38 stacks over 100k and then i've got 57 million terramintar um Fuck. trying to get to 100k stack of that slowly working on that with the community's help uh everybody's got an offer in for one gp terramintar and they buy instantly every four hours <laughs> 7k limit so i was like i'm gonna have a hundred million stack of terramintar and it's not mine it's the community's i'm not gonna ever do anything with it but watch it randomly you can just it have a like, use and it goes up to like five gp and you've made a fucking 500 percent i would never sell it that's the thing like you know maybe maybe if it was like some crazy new use for terramintar they go up to 100 each and i've made 10 bill like sell it and just like give all the money back to the people who <laughs> fucking gave it to me in the first place i've got a tracker on who's giving me how much so or just ghost um, them be like what yeah. who's who's yeah uh, what? what are you talking about i don't remember any terramintar yeah it had the climbing boot effect of 2010 again i don't think you're yeah you weren't playing at that time nope. um do you know what i'm referencing or nope is uh, it uh climbing boots got turned into rock climbing boots Oh. They just gave them a 76k ALK value overnight. What the fuck? Yep. So some people had uh, 300k stacks because they were collecting them. They were like 10 coins each. Holy. So they collected all those. And they gave them an ALK value of 76k. Holy shit. Yeah. I did not uh, know that. Game breaking, wow. yes. <laughs> that was insane. Remember so the if you actually go to the GE in this game and you look up rock climbing boots they're there for 76k you can't buy them wow interesting it's a it's just an homage to their ridiculous idea and it was definitely like sir pugger like inside job all the j mods told their friends and all their friends like stocked up on them before they did the update like wow that's there was a big conspiracy behind it for sure fucking weird that tebow yeah. bush by the way i remember um i like woke up and it was it was already in the phase where they were re like roll like rolling back the servers or whatever because mm. i wasn't there for like the actual part of it but i just remember there was a guy in a twitch chat that said he had sold like five tebos in real world traded it and i'm like yeah. and nobody knew like he did it so early on like nobody fucking yeah. it's like i wonder how many people abuse that just like randomly just picked up a bunch of tebos and fucking like Jesus dipped Christ. within the first 20 minutes before it was even hey, known. if you if you just like were walking through the forest north of the farming guild and you see a tebow on the ground you, i mean you click on it to pick it up if he's an iron man you'd you'd be like what the fuck like would you even click Wait, on it as an iron man were iron man I, I able to pick wouldn't. him up yeah they were right yeah they were able to pick it up it was an item spawn like oh yeah so, so they, it wasn't saying a player a different player dropped it or whatever yeah so i you know i probably wouldn't even click it i'd just be like take a screenshot and watch it despawn and if it didn't despawn then you realize something's going on yeah um Fuck. but i like you'd pick it up you wouldn't hop worlds to see if it's in another world would you like you just yeah. think someone dropped a tebow as like yeah. a joke i don't weird. know that's wild to me it's yeah it is like so a... fucking weird yeah yeah that rollback uh dude rollback scared the hell out of me even a two-hour rollback would just be like right now, I'm thinking I've been smithing this whole time. If there was a random two hour rollback, <laughs> I'd be so fucking demotivated. I'm like, are you kidding me? I got to do all this shit again for two hours. Yeah. So I got to re interview Flomple. Like, fuck, that's the worst. Yeah. 
Um, okay, here's a random one. How sore was your ass after the Cree in a tree stream? What was that? <laughs> so I did a stream where I put my entire PC setup in a tree 10 feet off the ground in my parents' backyard. And I sat on a branch, like straddling it, like one leg on each side of the branch that was probably like a foot, like circumference, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I streamed killing Armadil, mass. So Cree in a tree. I've done Tom in a tub. I've done Cree in a tree. I've done Sire in a tire, where I wore um, <laughs> a like full-sized tire for a car around my body. And every 25 subs, I put another tire on. So by the end of it, I was being crushed by four, like, car tires while killing Sire for eight hours. Jesus. Um, what's the next? Yeah, like, what's I've one you haven't a done? a ton of ideas for that. I want to do one of those themed streams every, like, month. Yeah. I've just gotten away from me. I was so busy this fall that it's just, like, it was a lot of prep. Like, doing the Korean tree, that was, like... I spent a day buying things for it, and then I spent, like, a couple hours setting up my setup in the tree and, like, fucking... Anyways. So, yeah, when's... I, the, I what, or I don't want... I don't even want to ask this one, but what's the next one going to be? I don't even want to... You know what? Maybe I should just not ask. <laughs> so, I've got a few ideas. I've got uh, Callisto at the disco. Okay. Um, put a disco ball behind me, play disco music, maybe slap on an afro, um, do stuff like that. And then also uh, Ziliana as a banana... That'll be good. I've got a banana costume. I already bought it. It's ready to go. Okay. Um, but yeah, you gotta like, you know, just wearing a banana costume. That's not enough. I gotta like brainstorm some ideas, like get some good shit going on here. Um, mole in a hole. I genuinely want to do a stream where I take a shovel and I dig like a 10 foot hole in the backyard of, of, you know, I don't have my own house with a backyard, but dig a hole, put my computer down there, like set it all up. And then kill Mole for eight hours. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, that's just the dumbest idea, but I want to do it just because it's so stupid. <laughs> um, Vorkath in a bath. Thinking of getting a hotel room with a really nice, like, bubble bath. Shit. And just streaming, wearing a bikini in the bath. Yeah. We got some ideas. And then there's, you know, there's some uh, community uh, ideas that have been given. Um, tombs of a mascot in a basket. That's like, okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Make a human sized basket. You know, like that'd take me a while to make a fucking basket that big. Oh, I've also done cocks in a box. I did uh, a 24 hour stream of being in a box, uh, inside another box. So I made a box that was 10 feet by 10 feet by 10 feet. So a cube. And, uh, that was out of like cardboard that I saved for two months and uh and then i was also wearing a box as like a costume and i had a helmet that was made out of a box and i did chambers for 24 hours um i only lasted 18 because i accidentally on like hour four grabbed a bag of chips out of the kitchen and ate like a handful of them they had milk in them so my throat was tightening and my Whoa. chest was tightening and then by hour 18 i had explosive uh, oh, uh out the other end so God. end of the stream <laughs> stupid so fucking dumb who would have thought that lime Tostitos have milk in them? Milk powder. Jesus. Um, anyways. Uh, what else do we have? Gauntlet in a ball pit. You can see the rhyme going on there a little bit. Barely. That's a stretch. It is a bit of a stretch, isn't it? Um, what about, like, Seracnus while filing my taxes? 
Think I could file my taxes on stream? <laughs> People Christ. would quit. You gotta, you gotta just nail it. Yeah. I don't know what would rhyme with Saragnus. That's a tough one. I know. Yeah. Like you look at the like you go high scores and you look at the list of bosses there, and it's like, what rhymes with nightmare? You know, like high chair. Can I stream sitting in a high chair? No one would find that interesting. Yeah. The only one, the other nightmare one, nightmare drinking is, uh, a light Zuck. beer. I don't fucking know. So what would you say? I was. I was gonna say nightmare again. drinking a light beer, but that still doesn't rhyme exactly, and that's kind of weird. I know. Because you're not. Yeah, there's you only be so in many that are good. Yeah. Um. Uh, I could do Serb on the curb. I don't know. Let I me sit well, on the side of a street. Let me ask. So, uh, and you've already, I think you addressed it earlier, but just to reiterate, when when do you stream normally so people can catch you? Because I'll have it linked in the description for those wondering. Nice. Seriously, like real talk, you do have the most interesting stream on the OSRS category right now. Just like those weird ass streams, nobody else does. So you <laughs> definitely got something going. So for those that are interested in catching your stream when when do you normally stream yeah so uh weekdays i work nine to five so i s take the dogs out after work and have a quick bite to eat sometimes and then i stream like six until 9 p.m and that's eastern standard time okay so canada east you know the, you know whatever u.s yeah. east as well um so that's five hours behind gmt um so it sucks because it's kind of it's like starts at 11 p.m for uh, yeah. the british there's so, some DJs though out there they'll we can catch it yeah i mean there's some that are still up uh for sure but like if it was you know if i was a full-time streamer i would start earlier for sure i'd yeah. probably start at like 2 eastern and stream till like 10 p.m eastern but again that would have no time to hang out with the fiance or anything like that you know walking the dog you'd have to stop the stream four times to walk the dog four times in that time <laughs> uh, we got a puppy two years ago so um penny uh, is the star of the stream she always comes in and visits and i turn the webcam on her and she's cute as heck very cute. Um, but yeah weekdays usually start around six sometimes i've been like recently i've been working late so i start later and stream later but um, and then on weekends i'll stream on saturdays that's starting at like two eastern and then sundays um if i don't have anything planned with like family or whatever then i'll stream again like at like two ish um the best way to know is just you follow on on Twitter or I've got a Discord. You can jump in that. And I've got like, you can do those little roll reactions. So uh, I've got one for like Chambers of Zarek, one for Tob, one for whatever. So you can do like at Chambers of Zarek and it only tags the people that have chosen to receive that notification. Um, and in there I'll be like at stream changes. Like that's the, uh, the role that people can subscribe to. They've got like 50 people that are sub to it. And I'll say, like, hey, guys, like, stream starting an hour late today or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to put an at everyone and say, guys, I'm streaming an hour later. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. So just people who want to know um, can know through that. But, yeah. Realistically, well, just if you follow and, you know, turn your notifications on or whatever. I'll reiterate yeah. it at the end as well. But, uh, yeah, I just think it's... Um... I don't know. If you guys watch Twitch, I know a lot of you are YouTube only that are listening to this, but uh, mm. go check them out. It'll be in the description. Here is a question from Behemoth. I have to read it because, you know, I'm getting Behemoth on soon, you know, in the next few weeks. So we got to gotta show, you know. <laughs> anyway, he asked, is it legal to date your sister in your state? 
Mm. Also, what future plans do you have for rhyming content, which we already covered? So, yeah, I guess we'll just cover the first one. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, it must have been Behemoth started. You know what? No, I think it was me. Uh, Carolyn came on stream. Again, Carolyn's my fiance. She came in and she's like, you know, she's not afraid to like short face. She's she's actually done stuff on stream before. I take the dog for a walk and she does like rune crafting for me. Like <laughs> on stream, it's hilarious. Of course, she gets showered in bits and subs and stuff while she's on. Uh, but she's really she's really good with the chat and like keeping people engaged while I'm walking the dog or making dinner or whatever. Um, so at one point, I just said like my sister and blah blah, blah as a joke. <laughs> of course, it gets clipped and sent to Behemoth. Oh my god! And uh, and Behemoth just made it a thing. So I have emotes in my channel that say like not my sister. I had a stop sign that said sis with like an X through it. And we'd <laughs> spam that. Like people, you know, yeah, you get like the new viewer first message thing. Yeah, they come in and they're like, "Where's your hot sister?" And then we just <laughs> we just reply. Everyone was like at new viewer, like not my sis. They spam the emote. Oh my um, god! Yeah, it got it got carried away. For sure, and I was like, Carolyn, like I don't think you like this, like attention, like. Uh, so we tried to put an end to it by making those emotes to to spam, but <laughs> fucking Behemoth posts on his. When did you start your iron, and what are your future goals for it? I think I'm gonna expand on this. Is like, what is what also are your future goals for your stream? And then secondly, mm-hmm. do you have any feet picks from Tasty, and why haven't you leaked them? Um, I'll send you a picture of Tasty in your Discord DMs, uh, save, and you can choose to put it on or not. Fuck yeah. Um, just kidding, but... Damn it. Okay. I, I have it somewhere on my phone. He was taking a shit, and he sent me a Snapchat of him naked on the toilet. Um, but the perfect camera angle that you can't see anything that, uh, you would probably want to see of Tasty, you know? I'm pretty sure there's fear in there, so that would count, but... Um, no, Tasty is uh, quite an interesting, Who? quite an interesting fellow, and it's Tasty Life. Um, yeah, yeah, Tasty Life. I mean, we're gonna call him Tasty for sure. I'm gonna call him Seven Asty. Yeah, more like Seven Loser. Am I right? <laughs> uh, just kidding. Love you. Um, what are your future goals on Iron Man? Yeah, so I've got all my gear, and I alked my Dragon Warhammer because it was my birthday and i did a one through 28 i said if i hit 100 subs on the day that i would alk one of my 28 like best items and i kept the tebow and scythe out of it and said i'll add them in at like you know 500 or something like that like i didn't want to alk those two items (laughs) so it was still like every item that i alked is going to be a lot of time to get them back um warhammer got alked gotta get that back i want to complete next um eventually but i again i'm like 250 hours from maxing and that's with uh fhp flomple hours played and that's putting in like you know 75k agility xp an hour which you can get like 90 at sepulcher and i'm just expecting that i'll get less because i'm either going to stream it and read chat or yeah just do it kind of reclined at already rooftops for like half or i don't know um, same for mining i plugged that in at 80k xp an hour because i'm going to do like maybe some mother load and then maybe uh, some like volcanic mine. Um, so I want to max the account. I've never maxed a RuneScape account and I've played 16 years. I've, you know, I've yeah, basically time. every time, like I put 200 days into an account and then I start another one and I'm like, the other one takes a, a backseat. Um, so it's definitely time. Uh, I would be shocked if I don't have that account maxed by the summertime, like 250 hours. Like I can do that, but 
um, again, just busy lad, you know? Um, and then after that, yeah, just gear. I want to have every, every piece of PVM gear. I think, um, uh, just having some, you know, bit of everything would be dope. Uh, I want to have, I want to get like an arcane sigil. I think if I did corp, that'd be my goal. And I think that's pretty standard nowadays. It's like, you know, if you're an absolute gamer who grinds, you're going for the Ellie. But for me, it'd be like, set the goal as an arcane. And then, you know, after that, see where, if I'm enjoying it or whatnot. But I'd want to get Inquisitors first. I really enjoy Fosani's Nightmare. I'm not going to lie. It's fun. It's fun content. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I want more bosses like that, where it's like, if you're perfect, you'll you'll get the KC. Yep. Which, on my group Iron Man, I had 70 attack, 70 strength, uh, like 65 defense, uh, 43 prayer, and I had a Fosani's kill. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that, that's, still, that's cool. I that's... still have it here. I'll, I'll type it in game. I think you're probably using Runelite. Yep. Uh, KC Fosani and then beast. Uh, PB Fosani. You ready for it? Boom, oh, 20 minutes. Jesus Christ. Dragon Mace whacking the pillars is faster than Ivan's. Wow. <laughs> it took me three attempts. Um, but yeah, like I love that you can do it on a low account. It's not efficient. Yeah, it's cool because it's just there's skill. no like it's the DPS same... check. Right? Yeah, it's the same it's thing just... with Inferno. It's like if you're good enough, you can do it without... I mean, look at exact 40 fucking combat inferno. One of the greatest gaming feats of all time. Yeah, no, it's 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 great. I love, I love stuff like that, which I'd like them to put out more bosses like that where it's like you can like you can take part in tob yeah. at like 80 combat you're taking part you're doing like 10 percent dps on each boss compared to the you know 50 you should be doing of the scythe but um yeah like, i think it's i think it's pretty fun that you can i like those little challenges i wanted to do corp on the group iron like weekend of release we we're gonna have rune spears and uh arc light and just spec its defense down to zero it's still gonna hit with mage but we can you can bank like yep. you can have five people in and just bank between like it was totally feasible and oh, i had yeah. calculated out the route to do it and everything and my teammates flopped and were like i'm not interested we've I actually to... done it since then we did it like three weeks into release and it was they're like holy shit this is so easy i was like yeah we should have done this right away we've been content man yeah. like it's a lot of fucking hours though to grind out like an actual sigil though yeah for sure i want to uh, just I mean, I, i'd do it but i want to quickly just interrupt because uh Speaking of like those pieces of content like Fasani's where you can just do it with skill base, just like, if you're skilled enough, you can do it at any combat. Yeah. Basically, um, I think I, I don't know what I was watching. I think I was watching Shroud or something like a week ago, and he's playing uh, New World, I think, and something about like how ooh, like not everything should be catered toward early players. And I just remember thinking like. Damn, so many MMOs are so much different than RuneScape. Like, RuneScape is not about... I don't know. I feel like RuneScape is so different than every other MMO where it's like where it comes to PVM where, like... Again, I don't really know because I don't play them, but there's no way it's rhythm-based, you know? It's more like yeah. know what abilities to use at this time, know how to coordinate your teams or whatever. With RuneScape, mm -hmm. it's like... You being talented is a is a matter of like your natural rhythm and understanding like weird ass arbitrary mechanics that's found in no other game. And it's just really yeah. strange to me to think like I wonder what it would be like to have never played this game ever, and then let's just say I was a master at other MMOs 
Um, and then somebody's like, okay, play this game, like play RuneScape and beat the Inferno. Yeah. This is the hard thing. I'm like, dude, it's so different because it's yeah, just it rhythm. Is. It's like you're so you're just not used to it in every other game. So I wonder if that's like a deterrent for some players to ever get into this game because it is just so much different. Where like skill is really just rhythm based, and I don't know. It's just a weird thought that came into my head. But no, I think what do you, you think? Do you I, play I other it on MMOs? Do you your see that podcast as well? And yeah. I can't remember if I was thinking it or you mentioned it, but like Guitar Hero. Yep. Um, if you're good at Guitar Hero, you're good at RuneScape, or vice versa, right? Like, yeah, the yeah, rhythm. prayer flicking. Like, there's you have to practice prayer flicking, but if you don't have like musical rhythm skills or whatever hard code in your brain, like you tougher. have to work to get that skill yep. of one tick flicking or of you know seeing there's two minions of bandos like attacking me off tick and you just you know off tick them or like whatever like yeah it's it's a unique mechanic i don't think it's in any other game that you just need to i don't uh, you either have it or you need to practice the shit or yeah. to get it i don't think uh runescape 3 really focuses on the, those kind of things i know it's still tick based but <laughs> i never really hear of rs3 being like really challenging like that way it's no. more like i don't know just like a typical MMO. Again, I don't play these things, so I'm kind of ignorant if viewpoint. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, like RuneScape 3, there's absolutely no point to like even prayer flick or whatever. It's just yeah. you, you have potions that you sip and your prayer doesn't go down. Like, yeah, Or you don't weird. need prayer. It's just you hit high enough that something heals you up and whatever. I love Anyways, the charming I, nature. I seriously haven't played RuneScape 3, so I don't know. I love the charming nature of old school, and I never wanted to change. Yeah. I never wanted to go down those roads. I like how unique it is. It's just so different. Yeah. So what about uh, HD plugin? Do you think that's like? I you, think even if you don't use it, yeah. Do you hate it or do you? No, like, I think it, it. I think it's a fucking great addition, and the biggest reason why is because it still stays true to what we're looking at. And in fact, I think the biggest surprise, biggest pleasant surprise for me, was they didn't change how characters run. Yeah. I or like move. Like when you're standing still, something that just fucking pisses me off in RS3 is when the people are stood still, but they're fucking swaying like two feet, like side to side nonstop. And their arms are like three times as long as like normal human arms are. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And and how they run is just obnoxious. And so I'm glad they really kept true to like the animations and everything, but they just made it look really nice. I think. 117 is a fucking genius. Yeah, and I'd, I'd love for Jagex to, you know, make their own HD plugin or work with 117 and, and slap it in the game. Just, like, literally just a toggle. Put on this little texture pack thing. And even, like, those UI things. What is it called? I've got it right here. Resource packs. Have you ever used those? Do you use them? Or whatever, I don't. Like, I don't. It reskins your interfaces. I really love how the 2007 interface looks. I don't want to yeah. even change it yeah so but i respect it mine's, mine's the regular one as well but i think like yeah like add that in the game it's an optional thing yeah, customizable the things. only problem is like you don't want the game to look unrecognizable to a new player like yeah. you want to be like oh that's runescape like right away yeah um and i think that's what the 117 117 plugin does it's like you still know exactly what you're looking at exactly. it just like looks cleaner I... smoother there's some nice shadows i think jagex uh, was so... a little nervous because of that and that's why they had that immediate like shut it down basically because yeah i without I knowing they were, it's kind of scary sorry, yeah. i keep jumping in oh my god you're I'm, totally good dude it's anyway. the same a cast interrupt me all you want it doesn't matter yeah. um i think they're scared of 
the community. Like, I genuinely think Jags is just, like, terrified of community backlash. Um, so with, like, you know, the, the HD plugin, they were like, no, like, we can't have that because people are going to hate it. And then they realize that everyone's like, what the fuck? Put the... 117 worked on this so hard, let them have it. And then they realize, like, oh, people want it? Okay, you can have it. Yeah, no, uh, I, That's what I kind of think. I think it was more like they didn't want this game to be now reliant on completely... Rel- like, they were probably thinking this yeah. is probably going to be the new thing that everyone uses. And the fact that, like, we haven't created it means, like, now there yeah. is an absolute need to have 117... But I'm actually very surprised with how balanced uh, the community is kind of split, at least streamers-wise. Like, half of the people seem to use HD, and then the other half still stick with just normal Mm -hmm. GPU or just the normal game. And I think it's just a good balance. Just, like, there's an option for it, and it looks relatively similar in a way. It looks a lot cleaner, of course, but... I've been been really enjoying the wintry... HD plugin. It's fucking cool. I my <laughs> computer's snow too on shitty. all the trees and all the grass. It's like, man, I love this. It's so it brings you those cozy vibes. My computer's too shitty to run it nicely, especially in Perif or my POH. It's just horrible. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. Well, shout out to the stream because the first like you know the bit of money that I made like went to a new webcam, and then it went to a new microphone, and then eventually I was able to save up and get like a really powerful PC. Um, yeah. Really, just in reinvesting everybody's money to like bring them the best experience so um yeah i got a nice nice pc that can run it no problem and i mean i'd highly recommend if there's any graphics cards left out there and they're not being used for bitcoin mining i'd I'd recommend you uh you know eventually upgrade for sure you don't come on day of release next hd like friggin 300 people in the room everyone dying like you want to capture those deaths in you know mega hd 4k uh, yeah, quality, you know. I think generally speaking, like I like the look of one one seven, but it's something like I can't keep playing that way. Yeah, it's it's that. just something. It's just something like it's just a little bit unfamiliar to me. And who knows? Maybe if I played it enough, I'd just get eventually just addicted to it, like I do with most things. But uh, I always end up wanting to go back to GPU mode, just typical GPU, where it's just very simple, yeah. clean. I know for me on the HD plugin, I I tinkered with the settings right away to make it look less, you know, fake and you know, it's so shadowy, so dark, and yeah. like all those things. Like, it's at a nice medium, you know. It's yeah, like a, that's what I would have like to do too. HD, but like not super HD. Like it still looks very old school. But if you put the generic settings on, it's like some places are un, unrecognizable almost. So yeah. not Here. like unrecognizable, you know. But it's a huge difference. Yeah. So let's uh, go back. I know I just, I don't even know how we got to that point. I don't even remember why I interrupted or what was, oh, I think I can't remember. Here, let's go back though. Um, and let's ask, I want to ask you, uh, what are your goals for streaming? Mm-hmm. And I'll just say, uh, let's say five years. Like, what do you hope to uh, oh, geez, have yeah. achieved in five years? What What is your like, what is your vision? So I definitely right now I'm streaming for like the enjoyment of it and trying to keep consistent with the the schedule again, working the full-time job. If I quit my full-time job right now and streamed full-time, I would be able to like make ends meet for sure. Yeah. But I just need to, um, you know, be true to my, I guess my family that I'm starting here with my fiance. Like I want to make sure I've got consistent money coming in and just the, 
the mental part of it too like if i fail yeah as a full-time streamer which i don't think i would i think i'd be able to to make it work um you know like i've just thrown away a really good job where i have a good fit and i'm enjoying so if i didn't enjoy the job i'm working right now i'd quit and be a full-time streamer like right away so that's the thing like um my goal definitely would be to be be a partner on twitch uh, i had some months where i had about 70 average viewers um that were consistent and then group iron man came out viewers dropped significantly yeah and i was like you know what i'm i just want to stream what i want to play and that's the early group iron man game you know like not as exciting for other people to watch but i try and keep it exciting with you know with what i'm doing on the stream like the you know the crazy gimmicks and showing card tricks and like playing songs and like having those funny scenes that like you're now at a concert and my face is in the top corner like shit like that yeah um so i eventually partner for sure uh, that'd be great just uh i think it just adds to like the brand recognition it, it just it's like an achievement it's like a goal like a very good goal for a streamer to like set um so that would be that would be first and then yeah just my my overarching goal for streaming is like just making people happy making people laugh get them through uh like everyone deals with some sort of you know demons in their life and i think if i can put out some content that people get excited to watch and it makes them forget about whatever's on their mind like that's mission accomplished for me for sure Hell so yeah. um yeah tangible goal partner and then just the overarching goal which to me is more important would be give people a good time hell yeah keep people I think happy that's, i think that's a good reason Okay. So five years from now, yeah, maybe partner by then. I don't know. Who knows? Easy. No, <laughs> Easy for the flomples. Yeah. So um, here we are. We are wrapping up around four hours at this point. So uh, yeah. I want to ask the question that I like to ask a lot of my guests, and that is for three shout outs. It's not even a question. I always say that, but <laughs> um, I would like to let you have the opportunity to give three shout outs. Again, doesn't have to be to the the top three shout outs, just three that you think are deserving of it. Yeah. And I'm limited to the three. God damn it. Yeah, um, you have to do three. Yeah, that's tough. I guess uh, my fucking parents for putting up with me playing RuneScape my whole life. And my, oh, yeah. I guess my family, my parents, my brother. Um, my brother played with me and he, he long retired from RuneScape. Yep. Same with my brothers. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. My, my fiance, she's, supported me with my streaming endeavors the entire way um like she's she's helped me by being behind the camera on my tom in a tub stream you know she jumps on when i walk the dog so that i don't have a 30 minute gap in a live stream where it's just a brb screen um yeah she's she's awesome with it and she's like super supportive and like shares my excitement over the live stream um and then i guess yeah, the other third one would just have to be uh, just the Flomple fam is what we call it. It's just everyone who's part of the uh, part of the viewership that keeps me going, makes me excited to to keep streaming, and um, and really just you know making me making me happy every day, every time I chat with you guys and whatnot. I'm getting a little too wholesome. I think I'm tearing up. So. Yeah, that's very wholesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, I could definitely keep going. I could name drop all night with all the people. Yeah. I've I've name dropped get some cookie because he had some comments um, and he's in my group Iron Man team, but definitely uh, the other people in my group Iron team, uh, Bobo, Block, and Bacob, 
I guess all three of them start with a B. That's kind of weird. Um, shout out for uh, spooning me to get to Prif right away. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Everyone else. You know who you are, basically. Well, this cast has flown by, especially for me. Um, for, I don't even know how the hell it's been four hours. It literally feels like we've just started talking. <laughs> I swear to God. But Flomple, I guess you're going to have to have me back on next week for episode 55, unfortunate. Yeah, probably just tomorrow at this point. Talk for another four hours. <laughs> real we'll back in a year or something. Real talk, it really was nice. It's nice getting to know you a little bit better and just uh, hearing about just kind of talking the shit about RuneScape and streaming. And I think uh, I think it's just been a, f- a fun cast. And I hope uh, you guys listening have enjoyed it. I will, of course, have your Twitch in the description, as I mentioned earlier. Do you have a YouTube? Yes. It has 150 subs. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I was unemployed when I started Twitch. And I was like, yo, I absolutely want to make some like highlight videos, maybe a couple of videos here and there. I, I did a full like edit of a video of my uh, Tob Rush account, like kind of like a guide progress video series with some like, you know, epic swampletics editing not a joke it was shit um and uh yeah like i i wish i could keep going with that i genuinely just don't have the time yeah well so do you want me to still YouTube, have it linked people can sure, sub anyway. yeah swap it in there because you know in the future i definitely want to keep uploading to that whether it's me who does the edits or if i hire an editor okay. you know who knows and your twitter of course we'll have it in there any other links um that... yeah exclamation point only flomps Jesus, a good one. Absolutely, if you we'll put have that in my chat. People who in my chat, they're like, "Oh my god, your sister's so hot!" I just say, "Yeah!" Exclamation point only flomps if you want the link. What is it linked to? And it just immediately the nightbot says, "Bonk, go to horny jail." <laughs> you should have it so. linked to uh, one of my moderators. Made my exclamation only fans just go to the Rick yeah. Astley. Fucking, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Mine is um, exclamation point song, and it returns a thing that says like song bot has found the song you're currently listening to and it's rick astley so <laughs> same thing but like so many people fall for that They're like what's the song and i'm like exclamation point songs <laughs> god they don't get how these bots work all right well i've had a blast um definitely we'll ha- we're gonna have to get you on uh years time that's the other thing is like i have so many guests planned and yeah. i have so many repeat guests as well that it's just like damn we're gonna have to Fuck, fucking start squeezing some time and or start doing two casts a week but two casts a week let's go yeah anyway guys thank you guys for listening next week as i mentioned skiddler will most likely be on the cast we haven't set up an exact date yet but it's sounding very likely um if you've stuck around this long here's some other guests that are potentially going to be coming on in january mod ayiza potentially and behemoth yes. potentially so Again, not set up at all, but um, definitely in the in the works. So, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Thank you. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.